Welcome to the John Lyon Podcast, episode 57. And today we do a fun little movie review. I know, I'm supposed to get someone I need to interview. I've been lying to you guys. It's just a lot easier to schedule... Um, I think I said this last time. It's a lot easier to schedule a fun hangout episode than it is to schedule to interview somebody. But I think I have a few ideas for who I can interview next episode. Anyway, but episode 57, today we... Uh, Chris Cabe and I, he's like, dude, I want to be on your podcast. When am I coming back? So I just couldn't think of an idea. And he was actually on the podcast earlier this year, but then also he was on the podcast last Christmas time. So I was like, Hey, we should talk about our family traditions or Christmas traditions. He's like, didn't we already do that last year? And I was like, Oh, holy crap. We did. So my wife had this idea to watch a cheesy Netflix Hallmark style Christmas movie and then review it. So if you'd like to get the most out of this podcast, uh, the movie on Netflix is called Christmas with a View, and it's a pretty bad movie. But anyway, so this is a pretty long podcast. Chris is pretty uh, long-winded, but uh, <laughs> it was a fun one. So um, yeah, enjoy this. Um, so yeah, you can either watch the movie beforehand, or uh, if you don't care, you can just listen to us rant about this crazy movie, uh, Christmas with a View. So this is the John Lyon Podcast, episode 57, and enjoy. Coke Zero. We are recording. Live! You have gum too? Is that going to go good with your uh, no, NOS? Probably not. Mm. It's going to keep me awake. I drink a lot of Coke Zero now, and people know that those to my podcast regularly, but it's not good that I do on the podcast because I end up burping a lot more. Oh, gross. I try to burp away from you. We though. do our so delicious thing. Oh, yeah, we you literally do. have a segment on ours where we start drinking and you hear the slurp, slurp sound. Yep. Well, you just put gum in your mouth and you're going to start chewing in the mic? Oh, gosh. This isn't no ASMR stuff. Speaking of, I know you got an episode on that, but hey, did you John. see the hey, John. the black lady you? on YouTube a couple years ago who does it? And she chews pickles, like, really loudly. And it's, like, super detailed because she's got some nice mics. That's gross. She was on Tosh.0 one time. Yeah, dude, that whole ASMR thing, like, it's really caught on, which is kind of weird. But yeah. then at the same time, it's, uh, it's, uh... I don't know. I saw like celebrities are doing it now, like, like themselves, or are yeah. they just listening to it. No, they're, they're doing it. Like they're they're they have like two microphones, and they'll just be like, "All right, I'm gonna open this up really carefully." And you're like, <laughs> "Why is Ben Affleck doing?" It? And I haven't seen Ben Affleck do it. I just I know these. It's these like it's these like teeny bopper Ariana Grande style yeah, yeah, yeah. little pop princesses, and then they're just like doing stupid stuff. Like one of them, John Goodman was doing it. John Goodman was doing it for McDonald's. Really? Yes. He was he was doing an ASMR video. Go Google it. He was doing an ASMR video where he's just like unwrapping like a breakfast sandwich and then taking a bite. I've never felt so gross. That's disgusting. About McDonald's before. Yeah. And I like John Goodman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was bad. Ugh. It was bad. Well, today on the podcast, the John Lyon podcast. I just sound like James Bond right there with my podcast. Um, Chris Cabe is back. Ayo. And you have your own podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Can't talk or no? We actually have our own podcast. Podcast called Not a Drill. <laughs> yeah. Um, you and Stat, you guys were on here way earlier in the year. 
Yeah, but, we were actually we were talking about this before we started. Uh, we actually were on here before we ever actually recorded our own episode. We <laughs> had just kind of uh, brainstormed. I was trying to think of the word. Brainstormed a bunch of it and talked about what we wanted to cover, how we wanted to do it, some yeah. of the order, and then uh, we kind of used your show as the dry run <laughs> and see like how Stat and I uh, work together. And and uh, anyways, it took off. Um, we've been a little slow lately just because of the holiday and and some other. Uh, family commitments and whatnot, you know, yeah. family. Ugh. But um, yeah, so anyways, we've been doing that all year and uh, having a blast doing it. We've talked about ASMR. Um, we had you on. Yeah, we talked, we talked about, about daddy being, issues. Being a dad. Uh, yeah, the, the right daddy issues. Of yeah, being yeah. a father. <laughs> not the uh, not the uh, scary ones that lead to <laughs> scary stuff. Yeah, dirty motels and. <laughs> Dirty needles and ugh, lying to your spouse about where you're at at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This is episode fifty-seven. So fifty-seven. Yeah, getting up there. Dude, we're be... at like we're at like twenty-three, I think, maybe. Really? Well, I'd, 22, I I slowed down since my daughter was born. We'd pro- I'd probably be if I was still doing every week. I'd easily just get like tell her to deal 70. with her own crap, feed herself, yeah. and just go on with it. <laughs> <laughs> she just had her six-month appointment today, and she had some shots. So Chris got a little offended when shot, shot, when we uh, shot, told shot. her that she's vaccinated because I don't know if he believes in that or not. I believe vaccination is real. <laughs> I believe people get vaccinated. Uh, my son is vaccinated. I believe I was vaccinated, but am I, 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 am I for it? No. Am I against it? No. There you go. Because in this world, you do whatever the hell you want. Sounds like a libertarian. Amen. That's what I am. I think I took a test in a couple like a year ago, and I think I'm a libertarian. But I think most people... If they were honest with themselves and didn't are, attach I'm, themselves to an ideology, yeah. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to be right or left, but I think that if you were just to strip all that away and your yeah. hatred for one side or your, your hatred for a a policy or a belief, you know, in something, because um, I think that both sides have such a polarizing thing, right? Like especially right now, yeah. And I think if they if you stripped all that away and just said what's really important, I think most people actually end up in the middle. Yeah, like most people, and you might be left leaning in the middle or right leaning. Yeah, that's in the what middle. they do. Thing they call it center right or center. Yeah, left. center right, center left. Um, but I think I think most people actually because most people I interact with, I find common ground. I go, yeah, I do think we should take care of people this way, and yes, I do think we should have programs this way. Yeah. No, I don't think we should spend money bombing other countries. You know, yeah. I agree with that. Or we should spend money helping these other countries with their infrastructure and and maybe some tyrannical overlords. You know, I was like, yeah. yeah, but we need to figure out the right way to do that. And yeah. the right way is not left or right. It's the correct versus the wrong. Yeah. And we just... We just get so polarized. It's so stupid. Like this Polar Express, which brings us to... Oh, and not yet. I'm just kidding. Not yet. I have my fun fact. Oh, that's right. So, this one's going to be fun. Uh, cousin marriage... <laughs> John. ...in the U.S. is complicated and some states allow it. I don't know why they say it's complicated. It shouldn't be. It is. No, think about it. You got to go in and you got to test blood. I guess and, you're right. And then they go, "Hey, you know, you's uh, you both." Wow, you just assume that's only the South. That how has... do you have the states? No, I don't. It no, because just... I guarantee you, you've got to have at least one Southern state on <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, And Florida, West, West Virginia, <laughs> West Virginia, Louisiana, Florida. That's my top three pick. At least one of those is in there. So it says also some states criminalize it, I'm and many Google states it. have conditions that decide whether it is allowed or not. <laughs> that's on the Today I Learn subreddit. <laughs> that's like saying, "Oh, in our state, murder's okay." If you meet certain expectations, yeah. <laughs> but in other expectations, it's not. So, no. I don't know why my stupid person voice is... 
It's always the South. I don't know why. But you're from Iowa. That's not. I'm that's from in the Ohio. Midwest, right? I'm no, from Ohio. Ohio. I always get those mixed up. Yeah. Ohio. They're not even close. No. One's in the middle of the U.S. The other one is the middle of the eastern border of the U.S. Oh, you're right, right, right. States that allow <laughs> that allow cousin, cousin marriage. marriage. Because they called it cousin marriage. Cousin marriage. Marriage is what brings us together. Um, showing results. States that allow. Uh, oh, this is unfortunate. Uh, laws regarding first cousin marriage in the United States. Um, oh, it might have all of them. Uh, Arizona. What? Is one. Only if. Hold on. It's the whole. I'm on Wikipedia and it's the whole. Like, oh, yeah. Give us money crap that they do every year, which oh, I'm not donate, against. Donate us. Uh, Alabama. That one's that first one. cousin marriage allowed. Yes, sexual relations or cohabitation allowed. <laughs> yes, first cousin marriage voided. No, out of state marriages by states for. They have a whole breakdown of this. Look Jeez. at this. Uh, first cousin once removed marriage allowed. Yes. So what states is it that allows it? Uh, Alabama. I'm just gonna do first cousin because it's okay, yeah, calm yeah. right there. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona. Arizona's only. Wait, is this a is this a theme? They're all A states. Uh, well, they're just in alphabetical order. Oh, okay. Uh, only if both parties are sixty five or older, <laughs> or one is infertile. What if that's so? You can't reproduce, but you can have all the fun you want with your cousin. That's gross. And you're old as hell. You know how they always say like, "Hey, if we're not married at age so and so, let's get married together." Yeah. That whole over sixty five thing. Hey, is that cousin, their... cousin Beth, we ain't gotten married. Then uh, you and I, we hooking up at sixty five. <laughs> Because we're in uh, Alaska or Arizona, uh, which they wouldn't sound like that in Arizona. I don't think they would. Uh, Arkansas, no. California, that's where you're from, right? Yeah. Yes. Really? Colorado, yes. Connecticut, yes. Delaware, no. District of Columbia, yes. Florida, yes. Hey, I got that one. <laughs> Georgia, yes. Hawaii. Oh, excuse the dog, people. Hawaii, yes. Idaho, no. Illinois, only if both parties are 50 or older. That's gross. I mean, there's a lot of yeses. And then we get into Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, ne- uh, Nebraska, Nevada. No. New those Hampshire, are all no. no. Yeah, those are all no. Um, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, yes. And this is all Ohio, can- no. This is- yes, I'm saying. <laughs> so this is all you can marry your first cousin. Yeah, That's by the, law. The list you can- Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vermont, Virginia, Dude, this is like West Virginia is a no. Really? Yeah, West Virginia. So the stereotype no. of people inbreeding, inbreeding, no. Uh, Maybe it's c- unless you're in Alabama, then Alabama's because yes. cousin marriage is obviously different than freaking sibling marriage. Which yeah, that's, I'm that's, assuming. But a sibling no. marriage is Louisiana. That's where it's like uh, my sister's pretty hot. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think they're allowed to. Yeah, they're a hard no on the cousin because they've already met their match. They've been living with them for 18 years. <laughs> it's like that one old Jeez. 70s movie. It was a book called Flower in the Attic. Never heard. I get most of my pop culture references from the old VH1, VH1 series. Uh, I love the 80s. I love the 70s oh, yeah. when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah. And one was I love the 70s, and there was a movie that came out called Flower in the Addict, and it's this horrible mom who I think it might be their stepmom. She keeps all, these four kids up in the attic, and they can't ever leave, and two of them are teenagers, and the other two are like little kids, so the, the teenagers have to take care of their younger siblings. But they're cooped up, and they never see anybody, so the teenagers end up like experimenting and falling in love. So when you say experience, don't tell yeah. me that's <laughs> giving each other baths and stuff. Oh, that's not. Um, so then here's another one. So that's our fun fact. I saw this yesterday. So I actually, to save my sanity, 
deleted the I don't I still have my profiles, but I deleted the Facebook app and I deleted uh-huh. the Twitter app off my uh-huh. phone and I have so much more extra time and I don't have to think about a lot of stuff and just scrolling on nonsense. So yesterday I logged into Twitter on my desktop and just the way the they're so genius the way these developers have developed the apps because you can get lost just scrolling on your yeah. phone. But the way that the same website looks at for the desktop for Facebook and Twitter, you scroll down like twice and you're just like, eh. It's like not as intuitive, so you're not on as long. So I freaking find this being retweeted like crazy on Twitter. So you know PETA, right? Or PETA? The, oh, yeah. The How, animal? The uh, Are you talking about the... Stop using anti-animal language? Like bringing home the bacon? Yes. First off, I'm going to put, post a video of me rage eating bacon. Really? I'm going to hashtag PETA. I'm going to do it for like a year straight if I can, every day. I've, so did I'm, you see the actual list? No. So anyone who's listening, we'll oh go over. There's, there's five of them. First off, first off. Go ahead. You, I understand where PETA's coming from, right? Yeah. When you think about the ethical treatment of animals. Yep. But I also believe that, you know, animals, some animals are meant to be consumed. Yes. And and used that way. And that's okay. But you I don't think, have to. Um, you don't have to eat them. Do you don't have you don't to do them. To. Leave the rest for me. I want more steak in this world. Yeah. But second, I do, I do agree with them that... We have to raise these animals in ethical conditions, right? Yeah, yeah. In right conditions. Oh, especially when you see those horrible like news yeah. videos where someone finds a house and there's like twenty dogs and cats like yeah. chained up. Like it's that's like, bad. It's like that's bad. That's wrong. It, you know, if you wouldn't, but, it, but to say something stupid like a phrase like "bringing home the bacon" is offensive. Did you see the post where they said? It's on par with being like anti-Semitic, <laughs> racist, and homophobic. And I went. No, it's not. <laughs> I never once. I think when I eat bacon, I actually think the world's better. Yeah. If anything, I'm more inclusive. <laughs> I go. I find up my gay friends, and I go. I love you. I hug you. And guess what? We can both share in this world the use of bacon. Bacon. And if one of my gay friends is vegan, or, or you know doesn't want to, because they're like, hey, it's not good for animals. Great. That's okay. <laughs> I don't think all of a sudden that gays are the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that they're he's he or she is a lesser person for hating bacon. Yeah. Has nothing to do with sexual orientation. So why would you why would you in 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 the sanest of minds <laughs> go out there and say saying phrases like bringing home the bacon is on par with being a homophobic and racist. It's like those are those like are two different it, things. Like how they call anti-animal, like the animals from Zootopia are like protesting outside like grocery stores. Like they actually have. I think a, I think if opinion. you're gonna if you're gonna be pissed off about bacon and <clears throat> phrases like saying bringing home the bacon, then you have to be mad at every movie that has used animals to get you to go buy stuff. Yeah, like Zootopia, Lion King. 101 Dalmatians. That's literally a movie where this lady wants to skin animals and True. she and we are the heroes. We say, no, 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 don't skin these animals. They're so nice. They're so like that that's gotta be Peta's like orientation video. Welcome. Yeah. We're gonna watch 101 Dalmatians <laughs> and identify the villain is anyone who's not an animal. Yeah. You are the bad guy. So this so you're bringing up one of the phrases, but this not only has a what you should phrase you shouldn't say, it has a substitute so how you should say it. So, Later first on one, me. instead of saying kill two birds with one stone, say feed two birds with one scone. <laughs> so I'm going to keep going. No, why don't you just say feed two birds with one seed? Because <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. Why are birds eating scones? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like they're going to get high cholesterol. John. Which of fat birds? Which of fat birds just going to have to go to the doctor more? They're going to have heart disease. Oh. They're going to have cat. Oh, my gosh. So, 
I've never heard this one. Oh, I guess you as I have. Instead of saying be the guinea pig, you should say this one sounds nasty. Who like like be, when you say be like, the who test wants, tube? Who wants to be the guinea pig? No, that's what you make fun of when one of your friends you find out is a test tube baby. You go, no, that makes that makes sense why you're so stupid because you were a test tube baby. That's insulting to scientists. That's oh my gosh. Sorry, folks. I'm still getting over a cold. Okay, this one. Instead of saying beat a dead horse. First off, the it, horse is dead at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's nothing wrong with beating a dead horse. <laughs> yeah. So instead of saying that, well, maybe you're freaking out the other horses who are watching. Or they're hearing their buddy get beat to death. Well, no, here's the thing. If that's what you're doing, if you're purposely beating a dead horse to send a message to the other horses, what have your horses been doing to you? So, Like, what wrong have they done? Funny story. I won't say who the name is. It's one of our coworkers. She said that she had a traumatic experience where a neighbor was taking care of her. With her siblings while their parents were out of town, uh-huh. and this person lives in like near Spanish Fork, you know, the southern yeah. part of Utah, or Utah Valley. Back in the day, a lot more farmland, and this guy owned a horse, a horse, and he got really upset with the horse one day because the horse wasn't behaving, and he beat the horse to death with a two by four. And she said <laughs> See, she wrong. she said she heard it, and she can still to this day. She's in her twenties, yeah, can wrong. remember the squeals that's of wrong. the horse. Yeah, but I don't think that's what the phrase "beating a, a dead no. horse" was. I think beating a dead horse is. Whipping it to get it to go faster. Yeah, 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 That you've exhausted it, it's died, and you're still trying to get it to do something. Anyways. So here's the alternate version. Oh, my gosh. Feed a fed horse. Again, <laughs> it's called gluttony. Yeah. They're going to over- You're going to over- fat horses. What uh, the- Why would you- Okay, here's the one you brought up. Bring home the bacon. Bring home the bacon. <laughs> it's bring home the bagels. That's anti-Semitic. Because <laughs> Jews and bagel shops are- <laughs> I'm, oh, here's I'm not the last Jewish, one. but I'm offended. Take the bull by the horns. Take the flower by the thorns. But not all flowers have thorns. Not all flowers have thorns. Why are you picking a flower with thorns? Yeah, I, I go know. buy those from other people, yeah. and I get them de-thorned. Yep. Uh, also, taking a bull by the horn is is saying, hey, let's calm down. Let's control, because bulls are wild, yeah. wild animals. And we're not domesticating it or killing it in that instance. Like, I understand bacon that is... You're consuming a piece of the animal, so yeah. I don't understand their concern there. But taking the bull by the horns just says, "Hey, let, let's get some control. Right? Yeah, let's 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 slow this down and make sure that we're doing this right." That's that's a stupid one. The dumbest one on there is the kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, I want I want to go to Peta, and I just want to instead of throwing blood on on fur coats, I want as they walk out of their place, I want to throw them just you know. Papers with copies of those phrases Where's on them. Where's Peta's or Peta's headquarters? Probably in somebody's basement. You know, like some mom's basement. <laughs> hey, mom, can you get us the hot pockets, please? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we they, gotta go save the animals. They should uh, Peta or Peta, whatever you want to call them. They probably don't. They've, eat they've hot tried pockets. to come after. They've tried to come after like what do people video at Peta games? Eat? What? What do they eat? I don't know. They I have they no are idea. the freaking. I wonder how of they vegans. feel like. They when they go into grocery stores, they just have like this makeshift. They probably just shutter blinders. Uh, yeah, as soon as they walk, like <laughs> oh, they like create an alternate route so they never have to pass the meat section. <laughs> so their their grocery their grocery time the is like an extra forty minutes because they can't walk in that. They're direction. yelling at the butcher who's paid you know twelve bucks an hour to take processed meat that he's already got, cut it up to make it look nice and put it out in front. He hasn't killed anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just chopping it up, and they still yell at him. They're yeah. like, "You're killing babies." They like every person who works at. Uh, our member of there, they like in our mailing list. If you want a special uh, route for your grocery store, here's one you can ask for. It. And then like people learn how to go in the grocery store without having to 
go next to that you section. Know, it, when people like you know, every once in a while you'll, you'll get those door to door salespeople or people who are canvassing just to get yeah, signatures yeah. on stuff. I swear, if if a person from PETA, PETA, whatever you want to call it, showed up at my house. That's probably the only time I would scream and yell and lose my mind at them out of principle, right? Even if it's just the messenger? It's not the actual organization? If you're paid by them to go do something, like, get the hell off of my property. <laughs> like, So I'm they've just, come after video. Or, like, I take my dog and I would just, like, pick it up and be like, it's domesticated! And just, like, start walking towards them. It's just, domesticated! Just start chewing on the your dog's paw. <laughs> Um, they've come after video games a couple times. So like years ago, the Assassin's Creed series where you were, uh, the one game where you were a pirate. Yeah. You could whale. Black flag. Yeah. You could whale in that game. You can kill sharks oh, and harpoons. Yeah. This is also the 1700s. And they're like, we don't like the fact that you're, you can whale. And they're basically the company came out this kind of cheeky. <laughs> if I remember correctly, they're like, yeah, we don't condone, you know, whaling nowadays, but also we don't condone our gamers to be pirates either, but you're a pirate. <laughs> So it's like it's a it's we a, don't a condone our, our it's gamers historic, to go and sneak and kill people yeah, and steal. It's, and, a, it's a historical game, but it's like they're just trying to. A lot of these historical games, they just try to make it as authentic as possible. But nowhere yeah. does it say we ever endorse this behavior. Yeah. They should you, have seen what I did the last couple of weeks in that Red Dead Redemption Two game. You can go hunting in that game, oh, dude, yeah. and I've killed many a deer. I've ran over some what, rabbits on accident on, with my books, horse. What books do you think Peta can't read? Like uh, Moby Dick. Nope. Can't read that. Uh, where the red fern grows, because you're hunting other. Do you think animals. they can read Harry Potter? There's uh, Fantastic Beasts in there, but sometimes they get treated wrong. I would say no, because there's house elves. Do you elves. think? Wait, wait. Is there? I can't remember because I know that Hermione in the fourth book tried doing Dragons. an act for house elves. But is there an organization in that world that is against like animal cruelty? I don't know. I'm the wrong person to ask. Uh, no, I mean think about it. You. They have. I mean, they have dragons that they use. Yeah. That are enslaved for sport. Yep. That's my favorite um, line in that fourth movie when he's like introducing all the dragons and he says, Chinese fireball. Ooh. It's <laughs> the face he makes is so weird. I just think like <clears throat> again, you have whatever cause you want. And I think it's 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 righteous to to ask people to ethically treat animals. Yeah. Right? Just don't be a dick. Yeah, just don't be a dick. Don't don't corral them into one tiny little pin and then zap them so that you know just and then over, right. overfeeding yeah. or pumping uh, chickens with steroids so they get bigger. Well, I think it's funny how they're like they're like don't overfeed and don't don't pump them full of steroids. And you're like, but one of the phrases you want us to say is feed a fed horse. Yeah, that's called overfeeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if we're gonna feed a fed horse, I think we should start feeding third world countries first. Yeah, people. Because we don't Not... eat horses, which is a weird thing that we don't eat horses. But I think I remember listening to a podcast that they could track it back to where the reason why. Because some places in Canada, they eat horse. Well, that's they're, Canada for but, but you. But that's what they're saying. They basically say that the reason why America doesn't is because the British... better? No, the British didn't eat horses, and the British won that, that French-Indian yeah. war. So basically, if France had won that, the United States would be eating horses because of the culture. I don't think I'd be against it. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd, be used, to, you'd it, be used like, to it. I think it's weird when people are like, why would I eat a horse? You're like... You eat chicken. You eat cow. Yeah, there's a lot of muscle on the there's horse. There's probably so much muscle. protein. Yeah. Um, someone was saying one time that they I mean, wish it's they... probably tough meat. No, yeah, yeah. Someone said that they should, to get rid of the alligator problem they have in Florida now, because back in the 70s, they're like, don't kill them. Don't kill them anymore. Yeah. Like, but now there's, they're overpopulated. They said, like, I think in like five ounces of alligator meat, there's like 42 grams of protein. Yeah. Like, you'd barely have to eat any alligator and you'd have, have your protein your, for the your day. round hunting season. <laughs> 
No, I mean, you think about it. Here's, that's the other thing with some of these activist groups where they're like, stop killing the alligators. We're, and I'm like, no, no, for sure. Like, maintain a balance. Yeah. Right? Make sure. Well, they have the hair in Utah and, like, the Midwest for, like, deers. Yeah. But, I mean, like, in California, like, why did we have these raging fires? Well, because California decided years ago to have this insanely, insanely restrictive burn laws. Yeah. Where basically, you, you just don't burn anything. No, right? yeah, yeah. No fireworks, There's nothing. There's no fireworks. But, I mean, even control burns are like, no. It, the nature needs to handle itself. So what does nature do? Lightning I'll strikes. I'll give you a big one. Yeah, lightning strikes, burns half the state down. People lost their lives this time, not yeah. just their houses and, and goods. They lost their lives. Thousands of people missing. Well, I think it's one of the areas, I think Paradise is known. It's an elderly community. Yeah. So a lot of people couldn't get out. Yeah, you couldn't get out. And so, so here's, so here's die, the thing. Man, like that. And then to be the person who said, we fought to make sure that the trees could burn themselves. And then you're just like, and then your fellow humans yeah. <laughs> are scorched up in that too. Like, who who's paying the price? Really, like, you got to think about, like, I'm not saying... That yeah, trees, in, trees regrow. This is the problem, like, kind of what we were talking at the beginning with this, like, left versus right stuff, is that we say there's an absolute. And so we say, like, if you don't agree with protecting all the trees, yeah. even the ones that dead and fell down, then you want to deforest the world. No, that's yeah. not at all what I'm saying. <laughs> they go to for the extreme. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is maybe we should help Mother Nature clean up because it's 2018. Yeah. Because a hundred years ago, if, if something burnt down, there wasn't that many people. It didn't matter. No. Things burnt down all the time. Animals died too. Animal died. Yeah, so sorry. But but it's just people are so dumb and they're so polarized on these um like we have to we have to do this. And if you Well it's also they can't they can't get under the fact that sometimes people have ideas from both sides. Nowadays they can't think like no. that. There's like there's no way. Like if you think one thing on the left then you must believe all things yeah. on the left or it's a, it's vice versa. It's like, no, there's yeah. people who are a lot more complicated than that. And that's where, that's where I go. Like I, I believe in social liberty mm -hmm. and, 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 but also taking care of people and providing social programs because we should, we're, we're in, a, in an economic place as a world, not just currently, but we're, we're an industrialized States. world now. We're, we're a world that travels and can provide things we've never been able to do for people ever. We can fix ev almost every problem we have. Yeah. And we don't because we get so polarized. Mm -hmm. And so then that's where the gridlock happens. We just won't we won't move past it. But no, I yeah, you, you say like, oh, like, but I, I'm, I'm all for like these social things. And I'm like, yeah, but at the same time. I don't believe in forcing people to do that. Nope. Like if you don't want to do something socially, then don't do it. Nope. You don't want to go to this activity or this event, then don't do it. You yeah. don't want to stand. You don't want to stand for the American uh, national anthem, then don't do it. Yeah. You want to take a kneel. You want to take a kneel. <laughs> you want to. <laughs> I wonder if that's what See, they call like the that, astronauts. You take that, a Neil Armstrong. Yeah. When that one big old step. when that big old thing happened earlier this year, or end of last year with Kaepernick, uh, Daniel Tosh tweeted out. He's like, you know what? When the Redskins play tonight, let's just all. Sit Indian style, crisscross applesauce, just to get the point across. <laughs> no, I just, I mean, I understand being like sensitive, but I think we have lost our way of being able to say, I disagree with that, and and that's the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and there's not a away. solution. No, that there's, it's not because you think about it. If you said, guess what, you have to stand for the national anthem, and if you don't, what's the punishment? We're gonna kill you. Okay, that sounds a lot like tyranny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But we, we – and I'm not saying that you can't say, hey, I think that what you're doing is wrong and I think what you're doing is disrespectful. Maybe that's the point. 
and maybe that's what they're trying to do is they're I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm saying you should be allowed to. It's a First Amendment right yeah. to voice an opinion. We have we have two sides of every argument, especially right now with how polarizing our, our politics are, where we have a president who uh, some people love, some people hate. Some people despise. Some people then, just voted him just to watch the world burn. Yeah, they just wanted to, like they wanted hell's to, yeah, you <laughs> know, like in the put away. the smile on and press yes, you know. But but we have we have this where where you're you're allowed to by constitutional law in America to say that you hate that guy. Yeah, like I can say I hate Obama, I hate Bush, I hate Clinton, I hate like I can say that with no. Repercussion, but right yeah. now we're living in this climate where there are repercussions because it's called hate speech. Because it's called hate speech, but it's like no, you should be allowed to, you should well, be allowed to disagree with people yeah. in speech when it becomes violent and you start threatening violence. See, that's, that's, that's that's not speech. Yeah. When you say, John, I'm gonna, I disagree with you, and I'm gonna come kill you. Yeah. Oh. Well, you're not doing it. I'm not going to kill you. But that you. could lead somewhere. But definitely. it's like no. But you made a threat. That's that's a different. That's, yeah. That's hate speech, right? Yeah. But when you just say like. I don't like you because you're from California. That's not hate, hate no, speech. And even if it is hate speech, hate speech, hate speech, why does it matter that much? Why can't people just go, oh, okay, that's too bad for you, I guess. Yeah. Because I think I'm a great person and it's too bad you won't get to know me because yeah. you hate me. I already have my so. own group of friends, so. <laughs> yeah. It's like, which, I don't know. People are dumb. So, people are so dumb. Speaking of dumb. Yeah. Speaking of dumb, we are a half hour in. This is a good, this is a good segue. <laughs> so... Uh, I was like, Chris, what should we talk about tonight? And I was like, dude, we should talk about Christmas traditions. And then Chris quickly reminded me, dude, we did that last year. I was on that one. Yeah, that was when I was yeah. still living at my own place. And was and it? Was it, it me was, and Dave? Yeah, me and my yeah. brother, my brother yeah. David. We talked about toys too. We by talked way, about like bionicles. By the way, this sounds super weird, but David's looking really good. <laughs> yeah, like I'm seeing him on Kay. Instagram, and I'm going, damn. He lost like 50 pounds, almost 60 pounds, but he's been doing like these crazy pull-up challenges. Dave, if you're listening to this, I need you to like slip into my DMs and tell me your secret. <laughs> so he just texted me and Spencer. Uh, we have our group text. So our group text, I named because I love iPhones. You can name your group yeah. text. So about I think you know almost, what makes me mad about that though is what? if you have someone in that group text who doesn't have an iPhone, you can't name it. No, no, that's why that's I, insane I double to me. check with people. Do you yeah. have an iPhone? I almost want to become the same bigot I was just yelling about and say if you don't have an iPhone, you can't be my friend. I kind of. <laughs> Feel like that sometimes, but I haven't initiated would, it yet. Half my family wouldn't be. So David friends. says he wants to do a challenge this Saturday, but he says he can do up to like what? Cha- what do you mean a challenge? Like a three hundred pull ups in fifty minutes? Okay, first off, that's wrong. <laughs> yes. And anyway, Dave, if you're listening to this, you're turning into a bro. Stop yeah. it. So, bro, but bro, group, no group more push ups, no mo, bro. Our group text is called Super Lion Bros. It started off where I just called it Lion Boys with a Z. Lion then, Boys? But then David quickly changed it to Lion Dicks. Hold on. <laughs> but then, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what kind of treehouse club name is the Lion Boys? Hey, we're the He-Man woman haters, the Lion Boys, <laughs> and there's no girls allowed up in our treehouse. What's the password? <laughs> the funny like... thing is all of our sisters have, um, we can't have a big family group text because all of our sisters and our parents don't have iPhones. So anyway, it's the Lion people. Boys. So then David changed it to just Lion Dicks. And it was like that for about eight months, but then he's he's like, we need to change it because we send a lot of funny crap in this group text, and so David would be constantly showing his coworkers, but his coworkers are like, what are you looking at? Why does it say lion First dicks? Off, why do you, are you in a group called lion dicks? Yeah, they were like, what are you looking at? I'm a so, zoo enthusiast. Yeah. What's up? So then uh, they had, we had to change it, so I just named it Super Lion Bros. Anyway. Super Lion Bros. So. Is that like a Super Mario Bros? Yeah, kind of. Um, it's weird because, is Mario's name Mario Mario? Yeah. 
And then it's Luigi Mario? Yeah. Did you know that That's as a kid dumb. growing up in Southern California where I was not around any Italians? <laughs> right. I didn't, I didn't meet one until I went to Philadelphia. Um, I thought Mario was Mexican growing up because thought... he has a mustache and he does not talk and he did not talk until yeah. Nintendo 64, which yeah. was in 97. I am... Um... So that's just kind of your association with what I was around. And I knew a lot of Marios. I knew Nintendo was from Japan, and I thought Mario was Asian. Really? That, that he just had really big a nice eyes. mustache? Yeah. I thought he was a cartoon character of what they wish they had been. I don't know. That's just what little Chris thought. And, and, <laughs> and, then, and then I did for a while. I was like, wait, Mario, that's like Italian, but he looks Mexican. Dude. He's a plumber. I've never met a, an Italian plumber before. I just usually of, install sheetrock or you just reminded me, shops. or you just gave me a good idea for a podcast episode of what you thought as a kid. Uh, yeah, you know I have one right now. I'll spoil it for you. I just told this to him. So before I knew a lot about sex, let's talk about sex, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, let's I, uh, talk about you. And I actually me. told this to somebody the other day, and they started laughing. But um, when I was a kid, I did not know that you don't get to choose. Your baby's gen. Well, nowadays you can. <laughs> this is pre two thousand eighteen. John, John, yeah, this is two thousand eighteen. So when Be I was a kid in the where you're going in the this. mid <laughs> in the late nineties or mid nineties, I thought depending because I knew a little bit about sex but not a lot. I thought that depending on if the guy was on top or if the girl was on top is <laughs> was would, would determine you the gender thought, of the baby. You thought a position. That's like saying that you thought brown cows gave you chocolate milk. <laughs> That's like thinking like if I drink if I drink grape soda I'm gonna pee purple instead of yellow. Anyway, if I drink so much because that's what I thought when I thought when I was a kid I thought the more water I drank the clearer my pee was right. Yeah. So I thought oh and then I thought well what am I eating that's yellow well, cereal right like <laughs> ki- uh, kicks or is it kicks oh, right yeah kicks like, yeah yellow, yellow cereal like that I was like oh it's the milk in that and it's diluted it's gonna turn yellow and then I started drinking purple soda right like grape that soda. You were gonna drink pee I thought for sure there was one day one day I remember my mom had. I had this two liter and I probably chugged half of it myself. And I was like, dude, this is gonna be epic. And I remember I got to the bathroom, pulled my pants down, and it was this yellow stream, and I have never been so disappointed so, in my life. Supposedly if you eat fish food, your pee turns blue. Why the hell would I eat fish food? Because it's a practical joke to freak somebody out. Spencer used to do it when he's a teenager, he put fish food looking like it's seizing in some people's dinner. And then, like, an hour later, they'd pee blue, and they'd start freaking out. Like, why hour am I... Later? A couple hours. I don't know how long That's it was. That's poison, man. Basically. You're poisoning people. So, anyways, yeah. So, I thought if the girl was on top, that you had a girl, <laughs> and if the guy was on top, that you had a boy for a baby. So, anyway. So, you just... Whoever's the dominant one yeah. in the sexual is, relation yeah. is, is how you get... Yeah. So, when you, you're you a kid, you're like, hey, mom, you want a girl? I mean, you know what to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> just make dad do it. Just go. Oh. Anyway, this has been a great tangent. Jeez. So... How we got on this topic is last time Chris was here for Christmas time, we were like, let's talk about Christmas traditions. So I was like, we already did that. So my wife had this genius idea. She's like, John, you know how I watch those cheesy, horrible Hallmark Christmas movies? Like she watches all of them throughout the entire month because they come out with new ones. She's like, you should pick one from Netflix and you should watch it and you should review it. So we picked randomly on Netflix, came out this year. It's a Netflix original and it was called Christmas with a View. Um, and for yeah. some damn reason it had Vivica A. Fox in it and I don't get how she was oh, the mother of two Asian girls I mean she could have adopted no, that is the question I asked because <laughs> the beginning of this movie is ridiculous okay you, Chris pay. do you want to give us a, I'm gonna, a synopsis I'm going to give you the synopsis uh, so opening credits food 
You're just watching food being made. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. You're okay. right. You're I'm right. like, okay. And it's the atypical Christmas shot, you know, like low light candle or or, or fireplace in the background. Uh, you know, oh, wait, first like off, before you go, this movie was starring Caitlin Lieb as the main. Uh, her name was Clara. Clara. Uh, Scott Chavarillo. His name is Shane. Vivica Fox is in there for a bit. Her name is Lydia. Uh, Claire's boss, Mr. Peters, is played by Mark Ganymi. And then freaking Patrick Duffy from Step by Step shows up with a ponytail. Dude, with a ponytail and the <laughs> weirdest looking goatee. Yes. And he was. Oh, he didn't have a goatee, did he? he had, I think he did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Oh he was God. clean shaven. Was the it? The freaking boss, Mr. Peters of the restaurant, uh, he looks like a discount Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords. <laughs> yeah. You know who I thought he looked like? You watched 30 Rock? Yeah, I've seen some Wesley of Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Remember the the British guy that she? He's, oh, I don't remember he's, that. I only saw like the first two or three seasons. It's not the actor's name. I can't remember his name, but he's he's a British actor. He's really good. Well, obviously, because Wesley Snipes is black. Well, that's the joke in yeah. Thirty Rock. She's like, he's like, but Wesley Snipes is a British name. Like, wouldn't a white British man have that name? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Um, so yeah, the movie opens up. First off, I didn't know who Vivica. A Fox. A Fox is. She was uh, on Independence Day. She played Will Smith's wife. Yeah, so I I IMDb'd her because yeah. that's what I do. And I go, cool. So she's a nobody, yep. really. Nowadays who, she's nobody. Who, who had a, a flash pan moment. In the 90s. In the 90s. Yeah. I mean, even then, like, it was, she was in Kill Bill because she's. That was, like, one of her last big things. But yeah. there was a huge gap between. But that's uh, the thing, like, and then everything she's done since her, like, heyday. T movies, TV movies, is probably. nothing. Yeah. Really nothing. And it was. I I was kind of confused as to what kind of drug money she must need to stoop that low. <laughs> well, did she produce this? That's why my wife was like, is that why she's no, in this? Here's the other problem. If you look up most of these people, yeah. they're all writers, actors, producers, and directors. And I go, this is the fall of the world happening. <laughs> when, when these crappy people – first off, why did Netflix say this was okay in the first place? Who, because they know that there's people who, like my wife who will binge this crap during the month of December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And so – but like marketed that and first say like first off, Christmas with a view should not have even remotely close to five stars. No. Did it have five stars on the Netflix? On the Netflix, it was like it was like four point something. Oh, and I would not let my own profile get tainted by this, so we watched it on my wife's profile. Yeah, so my and profile. And I think it was a 95. My profile has cancer now <laughs> because it has been tainted. Now that all the other Christmas movies are going to come this, up with a 95% match this, for you. This Christmas movie is the asbestos, uh, or a, a best, asbestos, yeah, that's yeah. What it causes cancer, right? Yeah, yeah. Of Christmas movies. So, yeah, Vivica A. Fox or whatever. Hey, I didn't know who she was. I don't care who she is. Yeah. She's terrible in this. Yep. She also has She's had, had a lot of work done. So much work done. Because when you look is... her up on IMDb and they go, oh, yeah, she plays Will Smith's wife. In... First off, how does Will Smith not age? And she looks like a troll. She was born in 1964, so that would make her... She's in she, her 50s she now, then? right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. She was she... on Sharknado. The last, yeah. The last no, one. The last one. That's when you know you have sunk... And I'm not saying Sharknado is a bad movie because it's they made three or four of them because they the because they are bad, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the point. That they're not they're not trying to be a great movie. They're, no, no, they're no, no. They knew exactly what fun. they were. But this Christmas movie is trying to be a good movie. The first note I I I made. So I, I sat there with my phone. Well, I first watched off, the it says thing. it was based off a Harlequin novel. What the heck is a Harlequin novel? It's a, I've heard it before. Is it like it's a it's a it's a type of novel okay. like a. Um, like someone says, like a noir. Oh, uh, okay. It's okay, like okay, a genre. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know exactly what. So that it's based means, off a Harlequin novel. First off, whoever wrote that should be offended. 
The first thing I wrote down was so much green screen. There's a lot of green screen so for like background unnecessary stuff. Unnecessary green screen. Did you catch that every time they showed anyone on the ski slopes, it was at night? Yep. You knew that they were not allowed to film during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they said, you can come at night. And so the two or three people that they sent down the mountain was what they got. Yeah, and then there's like the, the, the there's these nice big windows in the restaurant, and there's all like fake mountains. First off, let me ask you this. Where is this movie? Canada. No, yeah. no. It's no, no. definitely shot in Canada. It's It's shot in Canada. Yeah. Everyone in this movie is Canadian. Yep, basically. Because I heard that one they have that trashy date. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, yeah, we should do something about the, about that." And I was like, "So I was like, this is in Canada." Yeah, this makes me hate it more. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Gosh, okay, this is terrible." So, so the the amount of green screen. First two minutes mm-hmm. into this movie, I wrote down within the first. And this is the exact quote: "Within the first two minutes." I hate this. Yeah, you texted me Acting was like a bad high school play. Yeah. And that's actually what I think they, the biggest mistake they made in this movie, Mm -hmm. other than everything, is is it is written like a play. Yeah. It is not written like a movie. It's not a screenplay. It's a play. Because you, you think about how they would just transition over to a different shot. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're dropped in the middle of this conversation with no... No foreshadowing of why or what. Yeah. Like one example is when um, Clara and her best friend Bonnie, who if I ever find that lady Bonnie, <laughs> I will kill her. And I'm not talking her, about the character. I swear her name Bonnie in the movie was just Bonnie, just so they could pull off that joke. The joke Bonnie two and, times at the beginning and the yeah. end, so they could be like, oh, like a Bonnie and Clive. <laughs> yeah, because her boyfriend's name is Clive, who is the dumbest person kay. in the movie. First off, before he had more lines in the movie. He had wasn't the first time they show him where he's on the couch and he says two words. I'm like, two they words. get a good looking guy yep. who's probably a model uh-huh. who can't act, and so then they also try to make him look nerdy. Yeah, because he's supposed to be glasses. a and was he supposed to be a city planner. He's a city planner. He's way too good looking to be a city planner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's so here's well let's read the let's read the premise first before you go on. So oh my gosh. secret aspirations between a failed restauranter and a celebrity chef threaten their blossoming Christmas romance. Which doesn't happen go. until hour and 15 minutes into the movie. Oh, you counted none it? None of that, yes. None of that happens until an hour and 15. The last yeah, 15 right. minutes of the movie is actually the problem. So so here's here's the layout of the movie. Um, <laughs> it opens up with her with Clara and her mom randomly at yeah. her mom's house because her mom's black she's there and for she's two, Asian she's there for two minutes there's no dad in the story nope so he died they said or they, I, during Christmas dinner they like say oh he'd be so that's proud that's the thing they're so vague about all these feelings that they have where yeah. they're like like why is Shane is that the guy's yep, name the celebrity character? chef the main why character? is he searching for this place that his parents had their first Christmas or whatever like, yeah why? their honeymoon yeah why why well you don't find out until the very last five minutes yeah, of the but movie the problem is that the whole movie, you're trying to understand why, and you have no reason to care. Had they, in turn, started off with that and saying, like, hey, look, like, my parents both died. Here's the problem, though. They died in old age, right? They died. Yeah, not like, super old, but yeah, no, out no, of, like, they, cancer and it then It wasn't a heart like attack. he didn't know who they were, and he's trying to discover who his parents yeah. were. So, there, again, he, he could have said, like, hey, like, I actually took this job. So, like, he's a celebrity chef. He wins the show, which, by the way, you knew that happened months before. And then it's, like, the next hour, boom. He's at her hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which she is a she's a restaurant, a resort restaurant. Yeah, manager. manager yeah. Who can't manage a restaurant. <laughs> okay. Like that's the first thing I want to point out. And then so she runs into him there. 
Everyone's like flabbergasted. But the first is the night before where he just looks like a regular guest at the, well, at the resort. The yeah, but that's the thing. She runs into him and she's like, yeah, I know who it is. Cheese falls out of her purse. Because so, it was Bonnie's purse. That's why. Well, hold on. Let me back up though. There is an appalling piece of this that that irked me to my core because I thought it would like pop up again and it never did. The cooking show at the beginning. Oh, there was so much green How bad. I, I wrote the cooking show. It was like they didn't know what a TV show looked like. Yeah. <laughs> none of the framing, none of the shots, including that lady that they're filming. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, she's like the Canadian Big Brother host. In real life? In real life. That's her other job, right? Oh. That's her job. So they got her on there for her star power for this yeah. Canadian audience, which, I'm sorry, when did Canada all of a sudden have this, like, American-esque audience? Anyways, I don't, don't care because it's Canada. They can freeze to death. <laughs> I say we cut off all oil and all things in, and they can survive on the syrup that is their lifely uh, lifeblood. So anyway, so so I go like as a person, if I was her and they were filming me and they said, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to green screen it. Like she did not once look like any – you can go on – you literally can go to Netflix and watch these cooking shows. Yeah. These competitive cooking shows. You couldn't like afford like a quick set you in couldn't, a studio? You couldn't just – all green screen. You couldn't just replicate her talking – the, that way she's talking to the camera the whole time. Yeah. That's not at all what they do. They do that like 10% of the time. And and I mean you could go watch – you watch any of those competition shows like uh, Master Inc., Ink yep. Master or whatever it is. I freaking are. love that show. Yeah. Uh, the sci-fi has one which is Face Off where they do all the makeup and oh. and it's all oh, like, like prosthetics yeah. and like designing stuff. It's an amazing show. But they all follow that same formula. You're given a challenge. you got to go off and do it. There's usually some bumps in the road. Yeah. And then you come and it's voted on, right, mm -hmm. judged on. And that's the piece that we were watching was the final judging piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seemed like, and it was very obvious that it was the horrible green screen. Yep. They were the guys were standing on a green screen. I would have cut off their feet in the shot. They would have had it just from like the knees up. So <laughs> and what's the background? It's supposed to be a kitchen, right? It was supposed to be a kitchen, yeah, but yeah. it looked like they just were like a uh, Google Kitchen show and grab us one. There's of like those. a probably a, for filmmaking. There's probably like a stock saved files of it everything was, you could use for green screen. It was awful. So then they do that. So then he ends up at the resort. You have met Clara, but you don't know why she's. The star. She has nope. no real problems nope. in this story, right? Because She's, I think what they tried to do is they tried to those those aha moments at the end of the movie or the middle of the movie, they tried to present him in the middle of the end to like, oh, that's why. Where it backfired, like you said, it should have been that they set the characters up with those backstories so you actually cared about him from the beginning. Yeah, because you didn't I didn't know why I cared about Clara. Especially when her mom's like Because yeah, you don't like, learn how she gets the call two minutes into the movie. Yeah. She gets to her mom's house. You don't know why she's there. Nope. And then and her mom's like, she gets a phone call and she's like, "Honey, like you know you like you could do better. Like yeah, you yeah, could yeah. go better places. They're they're underutilizing you." Fast forward twenty minutes in the movie and you find out that she's somehow brokering this deal with another resort to buy them. Yeah, and, and everyone's she grew on up board going to this resort, and so. everyone's on board with that. Yeah, everyone understands what's happening. So mm -hmm. it's not one of these classic like, "Hey, we're trying to screw you over" moments. Yeah, and being espionage. It's like no, no. Like her, her one of her tasks is to work with this other place. We're gonna keep you on. We're gonna hold on to this, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and, but we we want to build our empire out, and we want you to be part of that. What qualifies her? She's a restaurant manager. What yeah. qualifies her to broker this deal? My wife said, "Well, because she owned her own restaurant, she failed at that." Yeah, in and Chicago. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, <clears throat> but I'm saying like, no, like it obviously didn't work. But she's not, she's not purchasing other businesses. See, that's that's a different 
task. Well, I think that we find out that Mr. Peters, her current restaurant owner, is trying way, to do the deal with her. Super rapey. Yes. <laughs> and I hated that they wrote him like that because he had no point to do that either. No, 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 no. That was like this weird. It's like they said, um, all right, so how do we kind of make him more villainous so that when we actually show like that he's. He's uh, going to just turn it in, Yeah, he's just going to turn it into a parking lot that he's terrible. Uh, let's kind of make it rapey. Okay. Yeah. And and but he doesn't do anything really inappropriate. He buys his employee a gift. She's doing a really big uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. favor for him like well, because he's trying to he's using her cuz obviously she works for him, but the resort he's trying to take over has been like a local one in the yeah, town yeah. and Clara knows the she knows people who the run owner. it because yeah, she, she they're the like owners. a daughter. She's like a daughter to them, right? Which you don't just... understand why. Yeah, they just say that again. It's like they took all these cliches that are so overly used, but they don't give an explanation. But they have no reason why. Yeah. You have no reason to understand. It. Also, the two owners of the other resort, we Patrick talked about Duffy. Patrick Duffy, step by step, step by step, the dad from Step by Step, which he's I, also on Dallas. Lo- oh yeah, he's in Dallas. I freaking love him. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they turn him into this weird, washed-out hippie dude. Yeah. Where he just <laughs> nods his head and like he's like, "Oh yeah, oh we love." He's Christmas. got that leather brown belt and his shirt's tucked in. I'm like, "What is wrong with you, dude? Like, what happened?" Yeah. And uh, anyways, and then his wife, the the lady who plays his wife, is, is it Jackie. Uh, uh, I don't know. She was in um, some soap opera, like Days of Our Lives or Forever Young or no, Jess, that's a, Jess Walton is her name. Yeah. What is what's her big? There's some soap opera she's in. The Young and the Restless. Re- young and the Restless. Yeah, not Forever. Young, that's a Mel Gibson movie. Um, so you know that's like the star power they were trying to get to yeah. get everyone else. Which, on board. by the way, if you look at, I don't know if it's on IMDb. Oh yeah, if you guys go to IMDb and and type in uh, Christmas with a View, what's they're, the star? They're by trying the to market who the actors are, but in the story, there's two actors on here who don't interact at all whatsoever: Vivica a. Fox and Patrick Duffy. Yeah, they never. <laughs> They never meet each other no, ever. But you gotta throw them in there because they're the oh, yeah, stars they're of the star show. power. Because you would you we recognize Patrick Duffy. Yep. We you I uh, guess my wife she recognized uh, Vivica, Vivica a. Fox. A. Why is it Vivica A. Fox? Why is it not just Vivica Fox? Because that's how celebrities do it. I don't care. She's an idiot. Um, I said it. I stand by it. She's a terrible actress. And uh, I mean the the anyways the story progresses where Shane and Clara. Have this really weird and stupid, t- stupid Twitter-pated romance. Yeah, like it's the dumbest thing. It's not even high school. It's like middle school. It's like elementary school playground garbage. Well, where they they're like, like Bonnie's like, oh my gosh, like do you like him? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna what? go find out. She's like, what? No, like Clara's probably the most real character the whole show has. Yeah, because she's like. Like, yeah, he's attractive, and, like, obviously, like, we know who he is, but, like, we got a job here to do. And then her friend Bonnie, who is a psychopath. <laughs> Bonnie has got to be a raging alcoholic Well, she grew up in a small a town her, her entire life, so she doesn't know anything. No, no, I don't care. Like, Bonnie's a terrible thing. But um, then you find out that Clara and Shane, they go on a date because he cooks for her because he's a chef. <laughs> Which, by the way, he, he – well, first, she cooks for him. Oh, that's what it was. At the restaurant. Okay, she cooks for him. Did you write this down? I don't know if you did. When she's saying, okay, remember that stupid, weird side plot with those two Janice, Janice and Janice? Janice and Janice? I did. No, hold on. I wrote, I wrote, dialogue is so unnatural. Janice and Janice. So there's the people listening. There's these two girls who are probably in their 50s or no, 40s. They're like, and, ooh, no, and they're like, the they goo goo gaga they over They were attractive Shane. For, for their age. They're very good looking. But you can tell that they must have also been doing somebody else a favor. Like, just they're like, hey, we need you to come on. Or we need they, you to act like teenage girls. Yeah. And they, they were just like, 
oh my gosh, can you? We heard that Shane is in the back. Like he's the chef. Yeah, and he's a like, celebrity chef. And Claire's so. like, yeah. And she's so, like, oh my gosh, will you like bring him? Bring him out here now. That I was like, seemed... first off, that is not how you talk to anybody. No. And if and if I was an employee, the first thing I'd do is I'd say, hey Shane, there's some crazy people out there. And I don't think you should go out there. Or if you do, like, understand that they're psychopathic and they want to get you. You might want to bring a knife. Yeah, because I know you like, have access to Go out there and like do something that like gets them like kicked out, k- kick them out. You know. Yeah. yeah. But, again, but the the part I wrote down was that when Clara goes back to get Shane, saying there's these two girls who want to talk to you, they're big fans of you. They're yelling as if the kitchen in the background is really loud. Because some kitchens are, yeah, but they're just like, movies with high quality actually have actual background noise that they add to show like, you that is loud, but it's not loud in there, so they're pretending yeah. to loud and, and you know that yell their lines. You know that that's what they told them. They said, hey, we're going to put the sound in the background, so, so we just, need you to like, sound like you're in a real kitchen. Yeah, they yeah, said, yeah. okay, okay, cool. And then whoever sound edited it just forgot. Yeah. They forgot to add it. <laughs> he was like, yeah, we can hear him. That's good. Next cut. You knew. You know that this was a 30-day shoot. Yep, and they had everything edited they even, sixty days. They after even that. lean into each other like they can't hear each other. Yeah, so they have to like yell their lines. But yeah, there's also, no background noise also, to show how loud it is in the kitchen. Let me ask you this: with Shane, and if anyone listening to this is will watch this and, and tell me, and yeah, I, if my, I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm wrong, and I'm okay. I want someone to prove me this. Yeah. Um, do you ever see Shane cook anything? No. No. no, he puts things on plates. He cleans the plates. He doesn't even put them on there. No, I thought I saw one scene where he's putting like vegetables. Oh yeah, he puts he puts what looks like romaine lettuce yeah, yeah, from yeah. Walmart, <laughs> and he like drops it on this thing. And he's like, ah, there's one thing where it's just it's just cranberry sauce from a can spread out. But there also are some scenes where it's only hands. So what yeah. if it was a double? Was it, it probably a stunt is. double probably for is. putting food together? Stunt double. It's that danger. No, no. But even when he's cooking for her later yeah. at his place, which I think is so funny, they make this big. He's like, "Why don't you come back to my place?" And at this point, you forget that he's living at the resort. Yeah, he's been there because he's temporarily there, maybe a week. Yeah, he's been there maybe a week because you're thinking like the resort's kind of slow. It looks like it. T- First off, the resort looks like there's a billion people there, and then nobody's there. Yeah. And it's like the most random thing. And well, doesn't the resort he's staying at? How upscale is this resort? I don't know because I think the resort he's staying at is different than the actual. I I don't know. Well, I couldn't I couldn't tell. They you. don't like give you any reference. They, to that. Th- you don't know where anything is. And why is there this one shot with this barn and silo? Oh yeah, and he's driving a Tesla because he's supposed yeah, to be a celebrity. Yeah, he's driving chef. a Tesla <laughs> on snow-packed roads. Yeah, and I'm like, you know exactly that all they wanted to do was show that he is. Rich. Yes. And like her line when she finds this contract at the end, which by the way, super inappropriate. Yeah. Like she gets what she needs and then she's like, oh my gosh, like I'm in my boss's office. Like I'm just going to go through. No, no, she, that was Bonnie. Well, no, Bonnie does that, but but Clara finds his contract. Bonnie goes through the file cabinet. Clara actually oh, opens right. up the other she file. She should have opened it. Which she, she doesn't need to do. And she's like, oh, like, oh, here's, here's his contract. And she goes, that's a lot of zeros. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. such a dumbass line. First off, keep that shit to yourself. Because Bonnie's not married to this uh, Clive guy yet. Yeah. She's swooping in. Which, Bonnie is super rapey, too. She is like, <laughs> she's a tramp, dude. Here's why. Because she's she's the one who's like, Clara, like, oh my gosh, you need to bone this guy. If you won't, I will. Well, they don't say that. They don't want, but you get, known you got from, the crazy eyes, man. From all man. the movies my wife watches, there is never, ever, ever, ever any, like, Sex. There's no competition. But there's no sex in the. There's any no movies. sex. It's all just like first kisses. I'm not and saying stuff. you gotta have sex. In no, the you don't. This movie. But they don't even talk about any of these movies. It's just no, first kiss like, kind of stuff. But like, here's the other weird thing. So, so let me back up because I gotta well, go. To yeah, my we house. gotta. So Shane eventually 
takes Clara home. Hold on. And then they kiss. I want to talk about dropping the purse in the hotel. She has cheese in her purse. And then they talk about it. Oh, yeah. Why? Because they're trying to make an awkward situation. No, no, no. Why does she have cheese? Because it was Bonnie. She's. Why has Bonnie got cheese? She's stealing cheese. And her friend, who's the (laughs) restaurant manager, is aware and okay with that. If anything, the only sane person in this movie, the only person who's doing anything right is Hugh, Mr. Peterson. No. No, what's wrong with what he's doing? He didn't tell Clara that he was actually not going to use keep the resort. He's he's going to build a park. John, John, <laughs> John, listen to this. Listen to this. Let me ask you this. <laughs> You've been employed by multiple people, yep. right? Like different organizations. Have any of those organizations which we would assume Mr. Peterson is the top of the organization, right? It yeah, seems like a, it's a privately owned resort, right? Like yeah. he's not he's not catering to somebody else. He is the boss, right? Yeah. He's the CEO of Peterson Enterprises. Yep. I made that up. I don't know what it's really called, but <laughs> um, never told us. You're telling me in your in your line of work anywhere that the guy at the top has been 100% transparent about every interaction. It's true. They haven't because they don't need to tell me that stuff. They don't because they want to have options, right? So Mr. Peterson, and he even says this. When she brings it to him, she throws it in his face and she goes, you lied to me. You're going to turn this into a a parking lot. And he goes, that was one idea. We have a couple other ideas. Yeah. And I go, so he's being a smart business person and making sure that he – Keeps his options open because what if he says, "Look, Clara, the plan is to have you open the restaurant." But guess what? Maybe what their their resort thing isn't working. Maybe yeah. it's not running well. And so he's saying, "Like, look, I want to do something. See if we can't fix it. But if not, I gotta have a backup plan." Yeah. So he has worked with the city to figure out, "Hey, if things go south over here, if I turn it turn it into a parking lot or whatever, is that okay? Like, are we gonna be able to do that? Is that yeah. gonna work?" Because the city weighs in on that and says, "Yes or no," not by what he wants, but by what the city wants. Maybe they say. Now it's going to be ugly, or that's going to congest traffic. Like, there's a lot that goes into city planning. It's true. So you're, you're Clive ta- would know, and she Clive would know, but she <laughs> she jumps to that conclusion like there are no other options, and that's that's what they want you to feel, right? They yeah, want yeah, you to yeah. feel like she's this warrior, and she's like, "How dare you?" And then I love when she's like, "And you can take your your bracelet back." Oh, and, yeah, and by yeah. the way, this is the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love how. Uh, she 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 throws the bracelet back at him. And it's a really nice diamond thing. Which no, it's a would, pearl. Pearl. Yeah, I would keep it. I I don't. I would keep it or hawk or, it or somewhere sell else. It. Sell it yeah. and make some money. Like especially when it's 2018 and there's Craigslist. Yeah. And like I don't know People where they're ask at. Questions. People don't care. They'd be yeah. like, "Yep, yeah, it's authentic. Cool. Here, here's that's, your that's grand. Christmas money for her, so yeah. she can go buy some." She presents. just throws it back at him. Also, he has like. Four kids or something like that that yeah. they randomly bring up to make him look like he's not a bad guy. Like yeah. he's, a, he's like, well, you know, Cheryl dropped the kids off, so because uh, oh, he's an ex ex his ex wife. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so there's nothing wrong with him pursuing some kind of romantic relationship with. I mean, the employee piece is wrong, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But but where he's the interested funny is I think in they Claire? like him. They make him look like really rich. But his house wasn't that big, and he drove a forerunner. No, no, so no here's like... the thing. He he drives his forerunner. His the outside of his house looks. It looks nice, yeah. it's, but it's modestly nice. It's like a... When they cut to that shot of him sitting in this leather recliner. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. he's, like, sitting, like... St- and then they have <laughs> the sound effects of kids in the background when you know there's no kids there's back no there. Ki- and he's like, hey, hey, get off of that. Oh, You've had oh, too many mind. cookies. You're like, what is going on? Um, but the purse thing... Do you, do you remember what the ski resort is called? No. Mountain View. No, that's the other one. That's the one they're that's buying. That's why it's called Christmas with a View. Yeah, that's Christmas with a View. There's no view... 
Yeah, you yeah, actually yeah. have no view, and any view you do have is is a green screen. What? <laughs> no, no. Do you remember the, so resort? the resort she works at? She Clara. works at. No. What's it called? <laughs> I wrote Thunder Mountain Ski Resort. Sounds like it should be on the movie Out Cold. Did you Wait. remember that movie? Oh, is that where the guy gets stuck on the? He gets stuck on the like tram thing. And it um, closes. Zach Galifianakis is in it. He gets his dick stuck in the jacuzzi. Why? You have not seen it. Is it a horror movie technically? No, or no. It's a stupid early two oh, thousands comedy. So thing. I'm thinking of Weezer the... has Island in the Sun playing, and it's this whole like stupid. It's a joke movie. It's oh. not meant. It's there was a horror one where this guy, this guy gets stuck on the uh, oh, no, ski no, 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 lift, no, no, and, it, no, and no. then the place closes down. Yeah, and he's yeah, stuck he's up there stuck all night. up there, and you have to watch two hours of him stuck up there. Yeah. And the wolves come. Yeah. No, no, no. This is like again, Zach. Well, Alphanagas. Thunder Mountain. That's like a, that's a ride at Disneyland. It's the train. Thunder, Thunder, Big Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain. Like, you, could you imagine being like, let's say you're like you're making you're making seven figures every year. Yeah, yeah. You and your wife decide you're going to go, you know, to a ski resort for Christmas. That sounds beautiful, right? And you're like, honey, which which one should we go to? Because we could go anywhere in the world. I'm making seven figures a year. I go anywhere in the world <laughs> for Christmas. I can go anywhere. And she goes, Thunder Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> now, on paper, which one do you go to? Thunder Mountain or Mountain View? You go Ma- to Mountain, Mountain View. View. There's because it to be sounds viewed. nice. It yeah. sounds sounds quaint. It sounds, it sounds upscale. But it also sounds like it could be very quaint and, and cute and nice. Thunder Mountain sounds like a frat house opened it. Yeah. And then they're like, the name of a band. I thought for a while too, the restaurant was someone's house, not the one at Mountain View, which I'm pretty sure was someone's yeah, house. Yeah, like pa- Patrick Duffy's. Uh, yeah, like someone his. was like, yeah, you can set up my house. I got really tall ceilings. No, no, no. I thought the the Thunder Mountain one yeah, was yeah. A, a someone's house, and then I'm 99 percent sure it's actually shot in an Olive Garden. If you go back and watch it, uh, just watch those scenes. It's the layout the and the yeah. coloring of every Olive Garden I've ever been in. Which, it's the yeah. weirdest thing. And they have that the bar in the middle, but yep. not in the middle. It's like they have the weirdest doorways to get into place. You're like, this is not a resort. No one would make it like this. <laughs> this is an olive garden. You went way more detailed about this than I did. I hate this movie. Okay, we need to back up though. So I hate this movie. <clears throat> yeah. Shane I drops text you I text you and I'm not gonna repeat what I text, but I <laughs> I sent you that text in rage and the movie wasn't even done no I texted you, you at the six, beginning of the movie 16 minutes in, I was 16 minutes in the movie by the last half hour my wife was going how much more do we have of this and yeah, I pause check. it and she's I'm like 20 more minutes she goes oh my gosh five minutes would go by she goes how much more I go we got 20 minutes to go. And she goes, <laughs> She goes. this cannot move fast enough. So Shane drops off Clara in the middle of the movie after their date, after she cooks for him. And they have this, they like look each other's, into each other's eyes. And usually in, in most movies, it's a slow kiss. Well, hold no, on. they both why, rush into hold it. Hold on, why does, why does really he have to take in her the car. home? Why does he have to take her home? Oh, because her car is in the shop. Right, her car's in the shop. Okay. Yeah. We find out later why. Was alternator? It was, it's the alternator. She how says long, it takes three, how long three, is it, three days to fix. It's the dumbest thing, John. <laughs> I'm sitting, that's exactly what I, I screamed it at my uh, wife. And I was like, because I've, I've had to change the alternator yeah, in my doesn't car. Yeah, that long. But even if you take it into a shop, unless that shop is the only shop. Which it could be in that town. Where is this town? I don't know. I don't know. It snows a lot. It just snows a lot. And the mountains look like it's the Himalayas. Yeah. It looks like it is... <laughs> And how do you get a Tesla up there? I don't know. There's no con. There's nothing makes sense in this movie. But she goes, she goes. And by the way, you're a week into her not having her car because day one when you meet her, she had her car. She had her car and it has the problem, yeah. right? And then her and Bonnie takes her home. It looked like a missionary car because it was a Corolla. It's a Corolla. No hubcaps. <laughs> no hubcaps. I pointed that out to my wife because we had a Corolla and we lost two of our hubcaps. Yeah. And then when we traded it in, we noticed that every Corolla we've seen since. 
is missing the exact same two hubcaps. Yeah. Like we think it's a design flaw. Really? We think they're designed to roll off. And anyways, so she has this Corolla. She she has to take it in, and then and then a week into this movie, right? Yeah. So it's been in the shop for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she tells Shane, "This is after though. You got to give some context." So, <sighs> I don't care. so they kiss, okay. but what they, context? There so, okay, is no okay, context. Okay, so they kiss, <laughs> and then does she say like, "Oh, I've never kissed a celebrity before"? Is that what she says? Because I don't it, remember. Because then it gets awkward. He brings it up, but then she gets offended that. She when he, they kiss the first time, yeah, she, she gets offended. No, because, he pulls away. Remember? Yeah, yeah, because he's weirded out that he doesn't he's know like, if girls are after him just because of celebrity. But then she gets offended that he would think that about her. So then she's like, "I'll see you later." Which, so then when they have the conversation at the restaurant, and he wants to talk to her. That's when he she says that her car needs to be fixed, and that's why I just, it was crazy. I don't know. Well, and then she's like, "Yeah, I've just been waiting to kind of ask you because the yeah. last bus left." And I'm like, "Buses." <laughs> what? Where are these it buses could be in a mountain driving? Resort. There's in a small town, Park City. I Park guess... City doesn't have buses, and if they do, they shut them down most of the time because it's snowing like hell up there. No, it makes no absolutely no sense. Um, wait, wait, wait. So then, going on to the movie, then he to to make it up for the awkwardness and that she was pissed, he invites her over to his place, which is. At the, res- at the a res- hotel room. Yeah, and he cooks for her. <laughs> so then he, they're like really well dressed up, but then I noticed that they wear, because they can't wear like, they wear very generic clothing, and it's very br- like bright colors. Like So he's wearing a red sweater, and she's wearing like a bright purple shirt, and then he's like it's, nervous while he's talking to her, and he spills this salt pepper. He, he drops the salt pepper. Into the soup, he's and not it making spills soup. all like over making him. cream. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And instantly, and then he has to take off his is, shirt. That's exactly it. Instantly, I turn to my wife and I go, his shirt's going to come off. How inappropriate and how stupid this is. It's like your second date, right? <laughs> and you don't even know who this is. And the first thing you do is like, oh, man. And you're at your house. And she just awkwardly laughs about it. And then he's like, oh, I got to take my shirt off. Oh, because yeah. he tried I saying I thought it was going to turn into he... a porno. <laughs> I thought the pizza guy was going to show up and they wouldn't have any money to pay him or something. And then... You could call a porno Christmas with a view. Speaking of porno, do you know? <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear this. No, 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 no. Do you know what big blockbuster movie Clara has been in? Yes, she was in Total Recall. She's in the remake of Total Recall. And she plays the three-breasted alien. Woman. And I turned to my wife and I said, "Because I, I, I looked her up. Obviously, Which I never I'm saw like, the movie, but I saw it on IMDb. I liked the movie. I, re- I, I went and saw it. I love the original one. The, Does the, she talk in that movie? She plays the three, but yeah, she yeah, does. But just, I thought it was yeah. just someone who walks by. She's got like two lines. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But and and I told my wife, I was like, she's the she's the three-breasted woman. Did I make her in, big boomer? Did they make? Did they that's make, what I said. I said. I said. You know what that tells me? All three of them are fake because, because she's got nothing. Yeah. And I don't think that's wrong. There's nothing wrong there. <laughs> but when you cast someone to be the three-titted booby lady, <laughs> like you've got to tell me that just means they had to put more money into the prosthetics because. I, no, I think they hired ones. her. I think they hired her. Again, no offense. What what you get with your body is what you get. I don't. I'm not yeah. saying there's a right or wrong. I like slim. You think I she's like, a carpenter's dream? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> you heard that phrase before? Yeah. But <laughs> but here's what I look at it. I go. I look and I go. They cast her for the three the three boobied lady in in Total Recall. Yeah. Because she had no boobs, so they just gave her three, three fake equal ones. boobs. They didn't have to figure that middle one out. For the sizes, to make yeah. it right, so they just said, "Cool, we, we here's your prosthetic." Then they went on like Comic Con tours. They did well. Comic or Total Recall's a big nerd yeah, film, yeah, right? Yeah. So they went on Comic Con tours, and she was in costume for most of them. How uncomfortable! And then, and then maybe she wasn't comfortable. I would be. I would be like showing yeah. that much skin and like the whole part of your characters that you have three tits, <laughs> and you're at Comic Con where all these guys are like. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, is she blue or is she normal color? She's just her normal skin tone. Uh, okay. And 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 yeah, and she wears this like red kind of skimpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost Which like she doesn't cover it up because that's why. No, and that's the thing. It's supposed to be kind of open and it covers just the. I just and I, I just was like, oh my gosh, like this is the worst film. Like you have sunk so far <laughs> to Christmas with a view. Christmas with a view, and who sold you? Like. If I was any of them, I would be like, you know what? Maybe she's friends with Vivica A. Fox. She's like, hey, you should be in this movie with me. Dude, I freaking hate this movie. Um, well, first off, so uh, then we keep going. So then they start in a, they start a relationship. I, as soon as they started the relationship, I called it. I was like, okay, they're going to have a rift, and it has to be about the restaurant. Wrote, so then going forward. Wrote, shirt comes off because he's a crappy chef. Okay. He's not a good chef. No. He dropped, how do you, How are you this like celebrity chef? And you drop a salt and shaker. And you drop a salt shaker. because he's nervous, Chris. Because she's hot, according to him. She is hot. Yeah, she was. She is gorgeous. So he's nervous, so he drops it. I called him, though. I told, I turned to my wife, and I was like, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of someone who was on one season of The Bachelor and then became an actor. No, you know who he reminded me of? He is the stand-in stunt double for, uh, oh, crap, what's his? What's the dude from Maroon 5? Name? Oh. Uh, Adam Levine. Yeah, 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 yeah. He kind of looked like him. Yeah. and I So then my wife and I started playing this game of, if this was a better budgeted film, right? They like, would have Adam Levine. It would have been Adam Levine in that role. And then some girl. And that's what they, That's I think that's what they were trying to do. They were saying, we need a certain look and a certain type and we yeah. have this person in mind, but we can never afford that. So we need to find that and we're going to pay him 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> and they found that dude flipping burgers at a fryer and that's where they were inspired to be like, he's a chef. He knows what he, and again, like, dude, here's the thing. Live your dream. I gotta say this because I think it's so unfair to crap on people's art. Yeah. Because I like I make music. I make art. I I would. I know people aren't gonna like it always. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. And it's underproduced. I I don't have the billions of dollars to do it the right way. But here's the thing, you got to start somewhere too. And, so, and a lot of these people, I think that they're like, look, I I took this crappy film because I need to build a resume. Yeah. I need to do this right. Especially people who actually worked on the film too. Right. But but at the same time, like maybe they're saying like, hey, I put this film out and it was crap. Why? Why did people think this was crap? Because I need to go and refine my my skill set. So at a, at a, at that degree, I have to love this film for what it is because it is so bad yeah. that I hope that they're sitting there going, "We did it, and we it, we did the it." The thing is, Netflix doesn't release their numbers, so I wonder how many views this one gets. I want to. Ugh. So as the story goes on, I, I called it there was going to be a rift. So it had something to do with the restaurant, of course. So Clara, hold on, hold on. Before you get to the rift, though, go go ahead. What happens? Like you know, he changes his shirt. Oh yeah, you're right. We're still they, on the date. They go out. They go out to the patio, and they kiss which, and make which up. looks hold on, which looks like a really crappy condo. It patio. does. It does not look like a hotel porch. No, it looks like it's as wide as your table. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And that they're both standing out there. She's in a blanket, and he's literally wearing. And his she coat. says, "What of you?" What of you? We have to throw that in there because that's the name of the movie. <laughs> I turn to my wife. I do the Peter Griffin. Eh? See, see, that's why. That's why. <laughs> and uh, she's straight up. So, so then all of a sudden. You know, they, they go in for the kiss, right? To make up for the kiss in the car yeah. that he and botched. The, 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 and he's riff, like, the little awkward they've had yeah. for the last couple of days. And what happens right as they kiss? It starts to snow. Oh, it does. Out of nowhere. There has not been a single drop of snow in this movie up until they kiss. Yeah. And it's not even this like pullback shot where they're like, oh, it's yeah. magical. It just, just well, happens to start snowing. Another they've been talking for two or three minutes in this scene. There's no <laughs> snow. And all of a sudden they're like... 
and then boom, <laughs> snow. And it's like someone was like right over their head shaking that thing. <laughs> Just bam, 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 go. There's also another trope of these little movies is I noticed music, the bum, 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 bum. The but not even Christmas music, but there was like just like that weird sound effects throughout the yeah. uh, also glittered throughout the crappiest Christmas music covers I've ever heard. Yeah. One of like the Jingle Bell songs where it's like this just constant tapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, what, what is happening? <laughs> and it was like poorly mixed saxophone. <laughs> and you're like, why? It's like the grocery store mix. No, you even then, even then, I guess I'd, the grocery store would be probably better. I, grocery stores play the radio. Oh, you're right. You're telling do. me, you're telling me, you couldn't get a band to just sit in a room and cover songs that you could use because some of them are real Christmas songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't just do that. Like you couldn't just sit on a synthesizer and do that yourself, and like be like, "Here we go, let's do this." No, you had to put a saxophone in the and and then all the food porn. By the way, how many shots do they have of just food for no reason? Oh, because oh, I work at a restaurant. No, 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 no. Not restaurant food. Oh, he wasn't. That, is that the that tur- giant turkey? The Christmas dinner for no reason. With that awkward black man who who's supposed to be a son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, who says nothing. Yeah, he didn't say anything. Who says nothing? He just smile and nods. And yep. I'm like, oh, he cuts the turkey. Oh, that's right. He does cut the turkey. So the story and goes that turkey on. Turkey was not shot in the same room because that room that they show you the the up close food porn version of that turkey. Yeah, yeah. It's like glistening. It's got all the crushed pepper on it. it. Looks gorgeous, and it's in this really kind of warmly lit room. Yeah. And then it cuts away to their house, and their house is just plastered in white, <laughs> and and stainless steel. And you're like, what is going on? Why in the world? It, you this there was no thought put into this. They just went. We need a transition. Um, Turkey. Did you notice one of the weird transitions when uh, Shane and Clara are dating, and there's a montage, and there's one where they tried shoes on, and then they sat, they stood they just up, stood up and, and it's just crotch, <laughs> just crotch. I, I turned to my wife that same thing. I said, "Why are they showing us his dick? I don't see anything, and she shouldn't have anything there. Why am I seeing that? There is nothing there happening." A- and then it's. St- why were they show shoes? I think- were they going skating because they didn't show us no, if they were? I think what happened was they kept the camera on too long. But they needed to extend the shot for music to match up, so they're probably like, "Oh, just keep that shot." They there. Sh- here's the thing: you're at a you're at a ski resort, yeah, and they show us them at a claw machine. I don't remember that, dude. The, like the little like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. quarter claw machine. They're yeah. like, "Yeah, get it." And then they show them like they're at like some Chuck E. Cheese looking place. Yeah, like I'm not saying that's a bad date. I'm saying you're at a ski resort. This guy is a celebrity chef. Work He's the driving resort, a you Tesla. Probably get discounts. He. He's got some money to burn. Why are we having this weird child's – again, it's an elementary school relationship they're having. Yep. They have picked on each other on the playground. He came up. He's like, oh, I kind of like you. If you want to go out with me, circle yes. Yeah. You don't say no. You know. <laughs> and then he, he went off to his goons, and she's there with all her girly friends. Bonnie. Bonnie's the worst. I wrote that. I actually wrote that down. I said um, – I said – Bonnie hitting on Shane is ridiculous. Bonnie is the worst thing about this movie, and the movie is awful. Yeah. So the rift happens. They're having a lovey-dovey montage of them dating, and then she has this like little business deal going on with Mr. Peters we talked about, and we find out that she was a failed restauranter in Chicago. We're 45 minutes into the movie yeah, by so now. Yeah, so she's a failed restaurant in Chicago, so she's running this one here. And this is all stuff that should have been set up at the beginning. Yes. So then... We find out that she gets an offer from Mr. Peters that she knows Patrick Duffy and his wife's character. That's why she's in the business deal because she's got a relationship. We're going to buy this resort and we're going to – I'm going to run which it. Which the Duffy family – I'm calling them the Duffy family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. The Havens? Was it the yeah, Havens? Yeah, yeah, it was the Havens. The Havens are well aware of this purchase. Yeah, So yeah. they've even missed the, the nose – 
hitting it on the nose of they're not aware. They could have painted them like, here's this cute, quaint couple. They own this great resort that everyone loves. Yeah. And here's this greedy business guy who's coming in and he uses Claire to get what he That's not at all what happens. No. They tried to, but they miss all the great cliche moments that could have yeah. made that even better. They could have said, like, this is a historical monument place. Like, this is where, like, they could have. It's like the oldest thing in the town. The only thing you care about is that they're adorable. First off, Patrick Duffy and the lady who plays the wife are are funny as hell. I love them. I actually would love to have breakfast there. Yeah. And and, and I love how they have these cute things where, like, well, we, we like our guests to put, you know, Christmas on the trees because they spend Christmas with us and we want to feel like a family. This is a cool resort. This is a really cool concept. And so it makes sense why you'd want to buy it and you want to do that. But they they missed the mark. Yeah. So so Claire tells that offer to Shane, her new boyfriend, and Shane kind of doesn't trust Mr. Peters. So the rift is is that For no reason, by the way. And then he says, I hate how he says, he goes, well, I I called around and I heard that he doesn't have the best reputation, yet you signed a six-month contract. By the way, why six months? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know if it's like a seasonal thing. Probably is. Yeah, chefs do change pretty often. But he says, says, yeah, you you know, I'm here. Why? You have, you're a celebrity chef. You have. Well, we find out why, but not for the last five minutes of the movie. But, but why does he have to take a job to travel there? He has a Tesla. He's a celebrity chef. He Just looks like a... he's chiseled from granite. <laughs> and I only know that because he takes his shirt off. Yeah. So that's the rift. And then they have a little falling out. And then long story short, Mr. Peters has Clary go run an errand to pick up a file. Bonnie gets all Snoopy. Saying we could drunk just... no super drunk yeah snooping, yeah yeah and right? she goes through Mr Peter's she, other files and they sudden, find the parking lot plan all of a sudden you are what what I hate about Bonnie at this point is that first off Clive is just a tool yes that she uses and they make I said they got a very attractive model guy to but they try to make him look nerdy as a city planner by putting glasses on him I don't understand she's like hey can we like go out and like do this with Claire because like I just I'm gonna go get a drink with her yeah first off why do, are you asking permission like that yeah, yeah. in any girl based movie like that any chick like, like, hey, like I'm that, going you out. say hey Clara needs me right now and I need to go because like, Clara hey. and Shane broke up technically yeah. right after yeah, that yeah you say rift. hey like my girlfriend needs me I'm gonna go I'm gonna go hang out the guy at that point can't say no without yeah. coming across as being a dick. So, so, and in these movies, no guy is going to say no at that point. Yeah, because there's no reason for him to say no. So, and then his answer is, "Yep." You're like, you are, you are just eye candy. You are the yep. dumbest person in this movie next to Bonnie. No wonder and you guys. And Bonnie are... got engaged to him. And yeah, and then why? Let, let's talk about that. <laughs> Bonnie is out there trying to be a good friend. Because Claire, Claire just broke up Clara with Shane. Clara just broke up with Shane. It's kind of a big deal because we don't know if Claire's ever had a relationship before. Yeah. We don't know if this relationship was even based in any real thing, love, nope. sex, or drugs. It doesn't matter. Uh, they they don't even cook each other food. There's not even like, oh my gosh, he is such a good chef. I yeah, just, yeah. I had his chicken and man, it just made me want to go. <laughs> like, just. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not going to say what that is. You guys can figure that yeah. out. He was slurping soup. Soup. Yeah, there that's you go. it. Um, Brat-based soup. Uh, <laughs> anyways, she—they're at this bar, which I honestly think was their restaurant. I probably was. They just relit it and moved some things in the background because the counter looked the same. Or it could have been. Um, and I'm not going to watch it, it a second time the- to figure that out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to do that. See, that's the thing. John, John, that's what your viewers, your listeners, I should say, need to do for us is to tell tell me if I'm crazy or not. Because I don't expect them to watch this first and then well, listen. Well, in the intro, I will say if you want to get more of this podcast, you should watch this movie. Watch and then the listen, movie first. And then listen. Or, or no, just listen. I think they should listen and then watch it. 
and help us figure some of this out, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But anyways, she's sitting there, and and, and Clara's like poorly. And again, this Does is not Claire a, in that scene ever say that she broke up with Shane because I kind of tuned goes, she out. She was like, it just was, got weird and blah blah. Okay. But here's the thing: the writing in this movie, the dialogue, it's not how they deliver it always. It's a lot of what they have them deliver. No, oh, yeah. Like, Some of her decent actors. Like when she, when they're when they first go out to to dinner, her and Bonnie. It's yeah. like halfway through the film, and they're just having dinner. All of a sudden, Bonnie's like, the camera cuts to her, and there's this weird pause. And she goes, "So tell me about Shane." Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. "You guys have been sitting there for a while. Yeah, like yeah. they just brought you drinks. It means you've ordered. This is not your first meeting. Had they set that up where Clara comes in, she goes, "Oh, I'm so glad you made it. Like I've been waiting. I yeah, ordered yeah, drinks. Yeah. Sit down. Tell me about Shane." That gives you context to why she's going to tell her about Shane. We just are, and that's why I think it's it's written like a high school play, like yeah. a stage play. Things just happen because they just they cut to the next scene. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have time in a stage play to to tell you they set up the they set up the situation. Yeah. But in a movie, they need to both set it up and and tell you so it seems more realistic, more believable. Yeah. So Claire is moping, and then so Claire's moping, and Bonnie just and comes. then Bonnie just goes, she's like, yeah, like that sucks, and they're they're drinking hard, by the way. Like Bonnie they don't act like, like they're bon- drinking. Bonnie, or Bonnie has is four drinks, and those drinks were big. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. first off, she's either a lightweight who got trashed two drinks in, <laughs> or they were watering it down, and it takes her four drinks. Anyways, yeah. all of a sudden Bonnie goes, "Well, there is some good news." And I go, "Bonnie, don't you be a bitch and, and do this and take this on you. Like, don't be that friend right now." And then she. She she's why is she wearing the same jacket from Clueless by the way the yeah, white fluffy just the sleeve just recovery. the sleeve like what nineties closet did they pull that out of and then she pulls her hand out from the sleeve and boo and my wife right before she does it she goes she's engaged <laughs> which why do we care if Bonnie's engaged or not we don't what does that do to the story it does absolutely nothing because Clive driving her around doesn't do anything to the story it doesn't mean that like well you're my fiance let's go yeah yeah they don't get married in it there's no happily ever after for them and they even say like oh we'll probably get married in a couple years when we have enough money yeah for a dress or something. first off how poor are they he's yeah. a city planner he's making probably really good money those look like expensive glasses too yeah yeah and if he can go to the gym and have a bod like that <laughs> and by the way like he looks like an idiot and then so then she's like I'm where he might be on that? the same season of Bachelor as the probably, Shane actor probably but they're like I'm engaged. And you're supposed to be like, oh, and Claire's like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Yay. And I was like, this is, this is atrocious. And then they cut to Shane talking to the Havens or whatever. And that's when you find out about his like mom. And yeah. Dad, so basically Shane. Which I thought was him in the picture, by the way. Oh, no, no, no. I knew that wasn't it. I thought it was him it's in too the old picture. Looking. No, no, no. I thought it was like, you know, it was supposed to make him look a little younger. Like uh, it was supposed to be like an older photo. And he was like, I was married once. And my wife and I used to come here. Oh, And I yeah. had to take this job. Like, again, no reason to be there. Yeah, so Shane took the job because you find out when he's telling the Duffies that, or the Havens, that his parents had a honeymoon in, like, the mountains somewhere in the Midwest, but they never said where. And the First ju- off, there are no mountains like that in the Midwest. <laughs> That's true, they're not. And Did it, they and say Midwest? I can't remember. I don't know. But there are no mountains like that in the U.S., no, those no, no. mountains those were mountains like, like you were like twenty two thousand like feet in the air. Yeah, and and again, 
It's Canada. So I'm, I'm guaranteeing that they just went out in there and they're like, I have a photographer buddy who took a bunch of dope-ass pictures <laughs> of the mountain range and they're high res and we could use them on the green screen. And they put them up and they went, that looks legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were all high on pot. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like this this movie was, was written, directed, and produced by a bunch of people who were high on something. And I'm not saying that's a problem, but I'm saying like if that's what they did, they should come out and say it because then yeah. we can hate them less. So Shane tells them or confesses to the Havens that Another reason why he accepted the job here is because he's been on a search for the last three years to find the resort that his parents took this picture at where they put an ornament on the tree. Well, the Havens say that they're, they wish they could tell him, but their lodge, the original one, burnt down years ago, so they lost all the records and they rebuilt it. Which, which And then they kept the same ornament. Which kind of defeats the purpose of them having this quaint little place where they're like, it's not the original. been around forever. It's like, okay, but... You could have made the fire a bigger part of the story too. Yeah, like Clara lost something, and that's why they're all connected. It's yeah. like Clara lost her dad in the fire, but they didn't. They didn't connect those dots. Nope. They just say, um, yeah, there's the fire, and Clara has no dad, and Vivi- Vivica A. Fox is in the movie. Yeah. So then that's how we find out Shane's in the town, and that's why I only took a short deal. So then, long story short. Clara finds out Mr. Peter's Mr. Peter Mr. Mr. Peter Mr. Peter Mr. Like Peterson the, like Peter the company we were talking about earlier today. Um, yes, Peter. So then Mr. Peter she goes to his house, throws the files in his in his uh, face, saying, "I I thought you were better. You lied to me." And then her car won't start. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's what, back no, up. Back okay, up, back <laughs> up. We got to go back to where Shane is sitting there talking to the Havens, and yeah. he finally like says, shows them this picture, and then they have the ornament because that's the only thing that saved so the fire. So here's what I wrote: the tin box happens to be right there. Oh, they didn't have to go like in the attic or no. anything to get. And the I ornament? get it; like the Christmas decorations are out and stuff. But that specific ornament, there's a tin box with one ornament in it. Yeah. It's stuffed with tissue for the ornament, and they just happen to have it in this little case. And this is the, all sitting around. This is the ornament that the guests in the in the lodging right. area put in on Christmas if they right. spend the night over Christmas. Right, but but it yeah, makes, it convenient. made no sense to me. And then and then, by the way, so then Clara, we have to we have to rewind back a little bit because. Clara is somehow taken home. We know that Clive and Bonnie take her home because yeah, Clive's yeah, yeah. the only sober person. Clara's not all that drunk. Nope. Bonnie is. So why didn't Clara just drive Bonnie's car to her house and say, hey, Clive, why don't you – well, because they had to go to the city planning place yeah. because they're like, we got to bust in there. First off, when did this become Mission Impossible? Why is Clive who, agreeing to this Agreeing to this and putting his career on the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know not, they have security at that point, cameras. Yeah, at that point, it's not public record yet, right? No. That's just going through an approval process. So here's here's my other thing with that. Then Clara wakes up the next morning, right? Christmas morning. Yeah. Which we don't even know it's Christmas morning, really. They have they have salt well, and pepper. Because the turkey dinner was Christmas Eve, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but they didn't even say like this is Christmas Eve. You're just you're just supposed to kind of understand that because yeah. the family's all there. Yeah. First off, that's the smallest family get together I have ever seen yes. in a Christmas movie. It needs to either be large enough where you're like, this is all the extended family. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. all together. Or it needs to be like Home Alone Insane. Yes. Where it's everyone and everyone and everyone's, you know, the longest line table you can. There yeah, are yeah. four people and a child and a at child. this table. Yeah. And the, and the table, I mean, it looks like they just went to Ikea. Anyways, so... <laughs> So Clara wakes up, she comes down in this dope hot 
like sleeping gown. Mm, I don't remember. I that. wanted to wake up and open that present. <laughs> I she's a fox, man. Viv- uh, Vivica A. Fox should drop the fox and give it to the girl who plays Clara. And I mean that respectfully because she is gorgeous. She seems really intelligent. She seems like she has some good things going for her. She's not really because she accepted the role. In this she movie. just everyone makes a mistake. I know. It's I know, cool. I know. Everyone makes a mistake. I wrote this down. Do you remember what who she comes down to that morning? She like comes down. She's like she's looking around. She's like, oh yeah, okay. okay. Is Vivica Fox? Yeah, her mom? it's her mom, and yeah, her yeah. mom is in. And I wrote this. Mom is wearing a full suit. Oh yeah, business suit. You're business right. suit on Christmas Day morning. And I'm not saying you can't get up and look good for Christmas. She's ready to go to the office, which. She's just a homemaker, right? Yeah. Like she even says, like she's like, "Well, I was on the cover of this. Like I make baking stuff, and like I, sh- you know, I should have been." She get a new career. If she has she to go says to the at one point, on she's the centerfold, and I go, "That's not how we call it. That's that's what you did in Independence Day." That's <laughs> I not... guess she was a stripper in that. Yeah, movie. she's a stripper in that movie. <laughs> and th- so I go, "Mom is wearing a full suit Christmas morning. We have 15 minutes left in the film." Also, she bites into an orange peel with the skin on it. Oh, she has an—it's an orange I slice. She's she's got this orange slice, and when Clara leaves, she goes, "Okay." Yeah. And I'm like, my wife turned to me. She goes, "She just ate the peel." Yeah. That's like one of the fruit fruit few fruits you don't eat the Isn't peel. Is there more nutrition though in the peel? I don't know. I don't eat orange peels. <laughs> Have you ever eaten an orange peel? No, I actually don't even eat full oranges. I just suck on them and I throw them away. That's gross. That's also gross. That might be worse than her just eating the peel. It's just like getting orange juice. No. <laughs> you're, you're going... <laughs> But so then, then, but then she drives, right? That's the point where she's... Oh, and do you remember what her mom says about... Like, Clara looks down and she's got the folder? Yeah, yeah, Like, first off, she was like, we have to put this back, right? That's yeah, what she, she told Yeah, she first him. says that to Bonnie, She said, yeah. we need to put this back. And they go, okay... And then they they leave the scene. Yeah, yeah. And then Claire's like, "How did you get? Where are these from?" And she goes, and her mom goes, "Oh, they were just strewn around the living room." So you're telling me that drunk Clara, who was not that drunk, yeah, but was tipsy enough where she wasn't comfortable driving, so they got Clive. Got home, and we're we're thinking. I'm thinking like travel time in between all these places. She's probably out for another hour after her yeah, drinking, probably. hour hour and a half, because they got to think she's got to go to the resort, then she's got to go to the city office. Yep. Where her, where Clive works. Where Clive works. And they got to wait for Clive to get there to pick them up. No, oh, I thought Clive went with them because no, Clive he, was with them at the business. But no, that's the thing. He met them. He had to pick them up and take them to uh, the business. So he picks them up at where they're having drinks. So yeah. that's, that's location A. Yeah. Takes them to the business. We don't know where that is. Nope. We don't know how far that is. From there, they have to look through everything. They find it in a couple minutes. Okay, whatever. No, 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 no. The business, the first one, it's her manager's office. So it's at their work. But they're not drinking at their work. Oh, they went from a different place. Yeah. yeah. I think they were drinking at their work. No. I think they used the same place. Uh, but you're been. telling me you're going to go get sloshed at the place that you work when you're the boss? No, 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 no. You're no. not going to do that. No, no. no. So, then, so, then, so then Clive takes them to the city office where, where he works to get the plans, you know, see what's all drawn up. Yeah. Which, again, that's got to be at least 20 minutes apart. Yeah. You know, you're going from point A to point B. It's night. It's snowy. The roads are bad. You know. Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. And I only wrap two presents Christmas Eve. Oh, anyways, that's, that's your Blink-22 Christmas song. Um, and then and then they drive her, at least her to her house, right, to her mom's house, which, again, we don't know the proximity of all this. I'm just thinking if you went to, like, four or five places around where you live and work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that, what's that trip? It's got to be at least an hour, hour and a half total. Yeah. Right? Waiting, driving, dropping people off. So she, in her drunken stupor, 
does what with the city plans that she has all of a sudden? She spread them out in the living room. Oh, when she gets home to her yeah. mom's house. Yeah. Because she's looking at them. Again, no context. We're just kind of told yeah. that Vivica Fox goes, well, I found them. They were just, they were lying all over the living room. So yeah. I put them together and put them there. And then she's like, I need to go. Mom, I have to go. Yeah. She's like, okay. And then she eats the peel. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. eats the orange so then with the peel. Clary goes to Mr. Peters, th- knocks on his door, throws the files in his face. And then at the end of it, he's like, you know what? You're fired. Which again? She's like, I quit. Which again, I I don't think they should have. I, I'm not saying they should have done this, but I think it would have helped. Mike, I think it would have helped. They would have helped his character a bit had they made him a little gropy with yeah. her. Like they kind of started that, but it seemed like it was just a professional jealousy. Like he's the boss, and he's allowed to to meet with her. Oh, because he accused her of listening to her boyfriend Shane. Yeah, and he, she's like, we're not even dating anymore, anyways. Yeah, and you're just like, what the. And, like, yeah, he gives the gift to her, and he's kind of weird about how he gives yeah. that to her. And you're just like, dude, you're kind of creepy. And she's like, you know, I'm giving you this opportunity. And he looks her in the eye, and you're yeah. just like, okay, man, you're kind of weird. But he doesn't actually do anything wrong. And then when she throws the plans in his face, that's to, – to go back to the argument I made earlier, that's where he says – actually, he's like, that's one of a few ideas. Yeah, yeah? just in case it backfires. Like your idea. He doesn't say backfire, but he says – she goes, you told me that it was going to be my place and I was going to run it. And he goes, yeah, that's one of the ideas. Yeah. yeah. Now, granted, I'm not saying he delivered that the best way. He, Business to business, he probably should have said, hey, look, here's the thing. We need to think about all of our options, right? One of, them is, one of them is to have you run this place, and that's going to be a big <laughs> thing. But I'm also going to have other options if that doesn't work out. Right? Just, yeah. just to put that out but there. But for, content, for uh, story purposes, yeah. he left that out. And exactly. For the story, they left it out. Yeah, yeah. But there's no reason they, – they paint him as the big bad guy, but he's not doing anything wrong. No. He's not predatorily trying to take over their resort so he could build this empire of evilness. He's just – he's just and, – and again, everyone is okay with this with this purchase. The Havens – I know. Mine's out too. I just keep – by habit, just keep going with just, my can. Um, but the Havens are okay with having their place purchased. Yeah. They're very okay with that. They're just working through – brokering the deal that's it they're just coming to terms with it and win and so so havens are in on it clara's in on it mr peters peterson's in on it and the only thing that he leaves out is these other plans which again i don't think that that's bad yeah i I think like yeah he probably could have been a little bit more honest with her to have her complete buy-in and understanding but at the same time like he's not doing anything wrong like had he said had he in turn told her, he's like, do you really think I was going to give you a restaurant after you failed so poorly in Chicago? Oh, yeah. Heck no. <laughs> like, this was the plan all along. I just needed you. And that should have happened halfway through the film. Yeah. So then she's like, we got to figure this out. And then she starts talking to Shane. And that's where they have the fall. And he goes, I don't know. Maybe he's right. Like, you kind of, you know, like, I could see his side of, uh, of the argument. And she's like, how dare you? Like, why would you take that side? That yeah. didn't happen. Uh-uh. No, it, this is literally the last 10 minutes of the movie yeah. when we're resolving the problem. And then um, and then she can't start her car when she, she walks out. She can't start her car. And who knocks at the window? Shane. Because he's how, how does Shane know she's there? He talked to Bonnie, right? How is Bonnie awake that early Christmas? Why is he talking to Bonnie? How is Bonnie coherent? She was drunk, drunk, drunk. Yeah. How does he have Bonnie's number? How does he know where Bonnie lives? It's true. That's well, kind of creepy. He talked to the Havens as well first and then it was bonnie like he went down the line but even then that takes a ton of time yeah yeah, yeah. you're thinking that she went directly from her mom's house to to mr Peterson's peterson's house yeah that's that's a at least a straight line right but 
Shane didn't go in a straight line to find. He had to go from his place to the Havens, wherever that is, to Bonnie's, wherever that is, and then to Mr. Peterson's, yeah. wherever that is. And he somehow got there in time. Just at the right time. So then, which by the way is the dumbest thing that they bring the whole Corolla thing back up. What it could have been is, I think that a better ending to that would have been, she she throws the contracts back in his face. She says, "I quit." You know, he's like, "Yeah," because you know you're fired. I quit. She drives off and she goes back to the restaurant one last time because uh, the she, Havens. Yeah, and then then maybe Shane's and sitting. And then he there. shows up. Yeah, and he's just like, "I, you know, this is where my parents were, and so I, I just wanted to be here." And like, what, what's wrong? And then she says, "Like, here's what went down. Like, I was right." And he yeah. goes, "Yeah, dude, that that sucks. That's you know." But instead, Shane picks her up. They get stuck at a light for the train, and then he explains <laughs> what we should have heard earlier in the movie that. His mom had cancer and died. His dad had died of a heart attack. He was only area because he's been on this trip for the last three years to find the resort that his parents stayed at. Then it makes her more sympathetic towards him. And then he lets her know that, oh, it's, can we put the ornament up together like my parents? And I've just bought, why? I also have enough money why? to buy this resort from the Havens and I want you to run it. He has enough money to, to invest into her buying this resort from the Havens. Yeah. But doesn't have enough money to just buy his own place while he's up there. Again, I think this happens over the course of two weeks. Probably, yeah. Two, maybe three weeks. Maybe no more three? than a month. No. No. Everything happens so quickly in this movie. I <laughs> I wrote this down. Um, car won't start. Shane shows up because of reasons. Because of reasons? <laughs> Shane's need to find, a, uh, to find where his parents vacationed is pointless. Yeah. Because, again, it's not like he didn't know his parents. Had they painted that picture where he's like, I was adopted. I, you know, I didn't know who my parents were. This is all I have, and I've kind of whittled it down to this this town. So I'm I'm putting up with a lot of garbage to figure out where my parents were. I want to uncover something. I I, t- I thought I didn't know like his parents, like that he had parents living until he says like, oh yeah, my mom died, you know, cancer, and dad has like a heart attack, you know, a year later or whatever the story is. Until he tells that, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I straight up thought. Patrick Dove, the Havens were going to be his parents. Uh, I just legit oh, thought that he, that was going to be the weirdest twist. That be like, he, he was looking for his parents who were still alive. Yeah. yeah. Like he just had, he didn't have them, right? He was separated at birth or something stupid. Uh, but I was like, okay, his need to find where his parents vacationed is stupid. On their honeymoon. On their honeymoon. Yeah. Why didn't he just ask his parents that? Like, wouldn't that be a story like that they, they might have told yeah, him? Yeah, oh, it's the name of this lodge in the city, yeah. in the mountains. Oh, yeah, and they, they make a great... Whatever breakfast thing, oh, yeah. the poached egg thing. Um, I then wrote, people in this movie make terrible business choices. He, She has a track record of zero and one. She has her own restaurant And then right after he tells her this, this is the first time they say, I love you. So they just cemented their the relationship at the same- The two minutes of the movie. They, they cemented their relationship romantically at the same time as their business relationship. He, no, no. He commits to investing money in her failed business venture before he invests saying for Letters because his parents had a resort there. Yeah, because his parents vacation. Or they had their they there. had their honeymoon there. Yeah, honeymoon there. <laughs> and then that's the end of the movie. And yep. then you get that like you know all of them the like year later right yeah, they're all yeah. like on the couch or whatever. I'm I'm actually thinking it's the it's that dead zone between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like oh, because they're at back at Vivica yeah. Fox's house. But her sister's just staying at her mom's house, right? Because she's obviously from out of town. The son-in-law who doesn't talk. Son-in-law who's like, uh huh. Yep. Yeah. And then I wrote this, gourmet gingerbread market, I hate this. <laughs> and I swear to God, John, if there is a gourmet 
gingerbread market that like exists. Like if they're like, oh yeah, it's wait, a is multi- that where they go? It's no, no. Remember she says like she goes, I've always thought about getting into the gourmet. Uh... She, hit her mom becomes the woman that Shane says he's nervous about, just using him for his fame. Oh yeah, that's that's her first interaction with him is to say, hey, I have always wanted to be gourmet yeah gingerbread market and he's like yeah i know a couple people i would have been like bitch get back <laughs> like i'm i don't even i haven't even stuck my pee in your daughter's v i'm not ready for this because <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> it's a holiday movie and that doesn't happen nope now the new year's eve movie i want to see that because i think that's where she busts out the three titties oh it's just <laughs> so, there the, no but for and then i go and then the last thing i wrote was I hate Christmas because of this movie. <laughs> like, John, I think this ruined Christmas for me this year. This might be the, like, I it's, might wake up and tell my kid, we're only the guess first, what? We're the first weekend of December. Yeah, but stuff. no, I might be like, guess what, kid? And and parents, if you have this, please turn this volume down because I'm going to blow a secret. Three, two, one. Guess what, son? Santa's not real. <laughs> what is real is crappy what movies is on real Netflix. Is that someone spent a million dollars. I want to know. I got to look at and find out how much they spent to make this movie. Yeah. First off, they couldn't have spent much because they're not paying anybody anything. No. Especially, Second, the, especially the writers. Sec- yes, especially the writers. I actually think that the cast wrote it. I think this was like – you know how in The Office you find out that – all the characters in the office are actually the writers yeah, like for the Toby show, and, uh, and that they just Mindy. weren't. Yeah, they just well, and and um, BJ Novak, BJ Novak's Who's, a writer for what's it. His name? Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Meredith, she's one of the writers yeah, too, yeah, yeah. and that they they all had the ideas, you know, obviously from the British office, but they they wanted to you know Americanize mm-hmm. it, but yeah. they're all the writers for it, and that Jim and Pam and Dwight and and um, Michael, they're they're the ones who are the actors, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So they were just supposed to all be in the background, but then they slowly integrated their characters into the story. And and then, again, you have this Emmy Award-winning TV show yeah, called yeah. The Office. That's where writing works. But if you go back and you look at those those people who are writing for it, they also have a history of writing a lot of other really good yeah, stuff. Yeah, before they put themselves in the front of the camera. Yeah, and and Greg, Greg Daniels is not going to take some stupid risk and say, yeah, like I'm going to hire a bunch of Canadian writers to write this. Yeah. Like, it is... Like this makes Canada look bad, and and I'm saying like I already think Canada looks bad. <laughs> Have you ever been to Canada? No, uh, lies. One time when I was like 15, Niagara 16, Falls. we went to the Canadian side of Niagara Falls yeah. to see the New York side, which is the prettier side. So you have to leave the country to see the better side of Niagara Falls. And this is, uh, I, it must have been before 9/11 because we were just allowed to leave and come back. I didn't yeah, have that an ID. Like yeah, I didn't have anything. So I must have been maybe I was like 11 or 12 or something. Um and I just remember like I was like that's cool and that's and I've never left the country since then. I don't even like traveling over state lines sometimes because <laughs> my rights change. What you can and can't do in some states are different. But you're telling me like that's what makes this movie so crap is that they're so scared to like to to just say this is what we're doing. And this is the movie. They wrote like 10 different movies and then took each piece from all 10. Most of them being cliches it. and romantics. But let me tell you my entire synopsis of this film. It is one short sentence. Okay, go ahead, Dane. I said, someone wrote this script on a roll of toilet paper as they crapped after a long night of drinking <laughs> and not having the balls to pull the trigger <laughs> of the gun that was in their mouth. Oh, my gosh. I, the last John, two- I have watched – I one of my favorite movies <laughs> in the world is the movie – is Tommy Wiseau's The Room. It is a crap film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone knows it. 
No one's lying about. And thinking, that's why it's a cult classic now. Yeah, because because people we've like I'm one of those fans. I I I want to go to those viewings where we throw spoons at the screen every time you see a frame a picture frame that has a spoon because they left them in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when he's like Lisa, you tear me apart. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. everyone yells it with him. It's a very interactive experience now. But that's what makes it fun is because everyone's in on it now. And that Tommy made that movie in all seriousness, but that as fans we've we've decided it's something different and he's allowed that. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't. A lot of pe- artists say like no, you can't change this, right? This movie is a serious take on on a bunch of people who are awful at their jobs trying to make a Christmas movie and somehow some dumbass executive said, "Yeah, I'll fund that. That sounds great. We need a Christmas movie on Netflix." I'm like no, you don't. No, you don't. Well, there's like four or five other ones that get released as well every year. So, this makes me not scared of. This actually makes me want to go watch a Hallmark one to appreciate a, a better made. Well, because a lot of those film. Hallmark ones got transported over to Netflix. Yeah, but now uh, last. Well, because Hallmark is its own like yeah, yeah, yeah. company in itself. But the last but they were they were doing it all on the cable networks. But yeah, that's all up, and so Hallmark went. Well, hey, there's a streaming service where it's kind of like a guaranteed watch. You're not just flipping through and you happen to find out. You choose to watch this. Yeah. With a real metric. Real well, the thing dollars. is, too, is my wife has caught up on the back catalog of all the movies that came from those other network shows or TV channels onto Netflix. But now that she's all caught up, Netflix, I think this is like their second or third year where they've now made their own Netflix originals. So but that's they're the investing money into this. Did crap. you notice how they didn't brand it as a Netflix original? No. I think Netflix saw the final edit and went. Like, we're too far in that we can't say no. We can't just not put this up yeah. or we're going to take a loss. We can at least make something. And so they said that, but they said, we're not putting our name on it. No. And if you if you go into the Netflix original section, mm-hmm. it's not there. No, you it's just under Christmas movies. It's just under Christmas holiday movies. movies. Holiday movies. I mean, you're talking about Netflix originals took the world by storm. They were winning Oscars. Emmys. Emmys. Yeah. Emmys for TV, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're winning Emmys. That's They're a streaming service. Yeah. They're making they're making movie quality TV shows. They've changed how TV is being made right now. People are putting way more money into TV episodes, longer seasons, yep. right? Longer drawn out shows. We're willing to put an hour into an episode now because Netflix changed that. Amazon has tried to catch up with that. Hulu has tried to catch up with that. Yep. YouTube has tried to catch up with that. You're talking about the trendsetter and then they make this garbage. <laughs> I would rather eat garbage out of the Grinch's ass than, <laughs> than watch this movie ever again. Well... There but you, I, go. you know what? I think I think President Trump, if he's listening to this podcast, <laughs> should maybe look at using this as torture overseas. <laughs> this movie. And just tell people like, this is America because we let people guess what? It's a great partnership with Canada. We got this great thing going. It's a movie. It's an hour and a half long. This movie is an hour and a half long. Yeah, it is. That's why I watched it last night. Because when you said, like, hey, like, I'm going to watch it before, take notes, and I was like, oh, man, i got to carve out some time. And then I saw how long it was on Netflix, and I went, this is going to be the last thing I do. And I'm not even sad if I fall asleep. And in the first 15 minutes, I thought about just going to bed and telling you when we got here and to do the podcast, be like, so, John, I have 20 minutes of notes, and I fell asleep. So we're going to talk about that. You're going to have to fill me in on everything else. But then it became so captivating because yeah. I loved hating it. Yeah. And I... I like I told my wife I said what if you and I did a podcast like that what if you and I just like purposely watched a film we would never watch because yep. I like bad films I've watched bad films before but I know that they're bad yeah yeah and I find enjoyment like the room I watched this one called Transmorphers oh it is a 
It is it is tr- Terminator meets Transformers. I think I've seen that or I've seen the box art for that. It is yeah, it's weird. And I used to and see a lot of B ones that came out. When Sharknadoes I at, are those like. Well, when I went to Hollywood those movies, Video, you watch those movies because they're fun. Yeah, that's it. Like that's why I watch Marvel films because they're fun. They're not good. Yeah, they're they're fun. They're entertaining. I would say they're good. I like they're them. just not. They're not great. There are great ones. Which by oh yeah, we were, I told you that I mean, Black Panther got nominated for Best yeah, Picture of the Golden that, Globes. Man. I think that's more of a political statement than it is a. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I like the movie, but it's not. Yeah. Best picture I think here's the thing. Well, war shows are kind of a joke, anyways. They are. There's, they're all the people making the movies, patting themselves on the back and giving each other awards for what they thought was best. Yeah, that's all it is. But I hate Christmas now. I hate <laughs> Christmas. I'm so glad that Jesus was born in April, and not this pagan <laughs> garbage. Because I don't even feel bad. People are like, "Well, it's the time that we remember Christ. It's Christmas." And I'm like, "I'm gonna do that on his birthday in April." <laughs> I'm going to tell the Easter Bunny he can shove a carrot up Unless, his ass. Unless uh, Netflix comes out with a horrible Easter movie that you have to watch that's just as bad. He, so the only two things I want to say about the movie that, is that the, at, the, at the end of the movie, I think actually maybe multiple times throughout the movie, my wife turned to me and was like, this is actually pretty bad. Like, And you know, John, Even like, my, I watch all my of these My wife movies. watches these movies. She doesn't love them. <clears throat> she will watch them. Yeah. And you know what she said to me at the end? She goes, she goes, I usually like these movies because she goes, my life is so crap that like, it just gives me hope. And I looked at her, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, your life is crap. True confessions coming and out. And she didn't mean it like that. She, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. she just means, like, the normal day-to-day stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, at Christmas, you just have this one moment. That's what makes Christmas movies fun, is because you cannot watch you cannot watch White Christmas in the middle of summer. It doesn't make sense. Nope. You can't watch Santa Claus is Coming to Town. You can't watch Miracle on 34th Street. Because it, it doesn't... Christmas is the only time that Christmas movies... Have that spirit, yeah, right. That that moves you. That actually makes you sit back and go, "I need to be a better." Which person Which is why people want it to happen sooner. Which is why the stores have stuff already up in October. Yeah. and, and people that's, setting and up that's their the trees. Thing, like, like before you think about why people are doing Christmas movies, it's to help people feel better. You think about the loneliness that happens at Christmas. That doesn't happen on every other holiday. No, no. one's sad if you're alone on Halloween. No one cares. You just go buy your own candy. Yeah, you buy your own candy, <laughs> and you watch a scary movie, and you get scared by yourself, and no one knows. You're yeah. like, oh, Freddy jumped out and got me again. Yeah. Like, but, like, I mean, Valentine's Day, I get, like, people are lonely that day. Sure, I understand that. Thanksgiving is another one. Thanksgiving. And and it's because that's about those, – those are – those are holidays around relationships, whether it's a romantic one or friends and family. Like you think about Thanksgiving and Christmas, like it's not about banging each other. That's why Christmas movies aren't about sex. It's because these are the ones it, on Netflix. Yeah, it's not really about that. It's really about just like let's come together and let's remember who we are and why we're here and let's let's, let's, let's be friends and let's hug and and make things work better because we're about to set up the goals that we're not going to meet next year because we're terrible, awful humans. <laughs> But then, but that's the thing is like they're usually so good, and I agree. Out of the Christmas movies I've seen, I've always hated them. I've always thought they're cheesy, but they have that spirit to them. This had nothing. Nope. This this could have been any holiday. This could have been no holiday. This could have just been some romantic flick. Yeah. But they, I think they knew that if they tagged Christmas, the only Christmas thing about this movie is there's trees. Is there's trees at the background? That yeah. is it. And then, I guess the ornament. That's it. They mention Christmas. Yeah. But yeah, the but, Christmas uh, with the view. I thought it was going to be like they could see each other from their hotel rooms or something. And nope. he sees her naked one time. And he goes, holy crap, she does have three boobs. <laughs> She's got three nipples right there. Guys, so, guys, come over here. The only thing come I, over here. she got three boobs. The only thing I have to say about this is that you know how like when you're watching a TV show or a movie, 
you clearly know who the extras are because a they don't put much good lighting on them and they like don't have as good makeup on yeah. and it's just weird thing like you know when that person is a main actor and when that person's an extra it's yeah. just weird movie magic that they do yeah. everyone in this movie looked like an extra which you could tell the yeah. quality of the no, movie no i think i think that's a really good point everyone looked like an extra no one looked like the star exactly <laughs> no one looked like the star in fact you know who my favorite extra was in this movie no it wasn't the janice patrick duffy no it wasn't even him no. It was the bald guy who claps at her at the beginning. <gasps> hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Come here. Pointless. Yeah, it was. And then and his girlfriend, wife, or whoever. Yeah, it was like a weird date. And you're just like, why are we doing this? Like, we're supposed to under... Again, that's that cliche of you're supposed to understand that she's a good person. Yeah. Because she'll put up with stuff like that. But no one acts like that. And it's super over the top, like a character. Way char- like caricature. Caricature, yeah. yeah. But you're saying that, yeah, she's the only one who's going to go talk to him. He's like, yeah, what the, like, my drinks. Come, hey, girl, like, lady, lady person, come over here. I was like, oh, my gosh, go back to the gym, dude. And that other lady, his date, her eyes were too close together. Oh, yeah. It was something. She was, like, a complete I, extra. No, I actually think that she has had, like, a ton of plastic surgery on her nose and that it somehow has, like, pinched her eyes closer together. <laughs> There's just something wrong with that, man. But, and if she's born that way, more power to you, I guess. But uh, Clara, I would take home. On Christmas, I would. Like, I don't I don't blame him for the casting there. And you wouldn't forget her name because it's on a necklace. Yeah. That was the other weird thing. He's like, what's your name? Oh, uh, uh, looks right at her. And by the way, she has the most open top. For a manager. For a, a manager. And then you ever notice that every time she goes to her mom's house, she's wearing shoulderless, like, sweaters? Yeah. Why are you going that sexy to your mom's house? That's that's what you wear. Man, it's cold outside. It's freezing. She doesn't have a coat when she goes. She shows up and she's got no shoulders. And then when you're on the date with the guy that you're in love with and he's got you on his balcony, you're bundled up in a blanket, that's when I'd be showing shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like, hey, you want to take this home and make this chicken in your pan? <laughs> you want to drop, drop some salt into this? Oh. It was, this was the most ass backwards movie I have ever seen. <laughs> And I have seen kids make YouTube videos. Like, I would say the Paul brothers on YouTube could make a better video than this. Probably. I hate them. I don't even know who they are. I would take this movie and I would shove it up their ass just to see if it comes out better. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> Chris, hate, we've almost done two this. hours. Oh, my gosh. On this movie review that you have uh, <laughs> I've... been so adamant that you hate. But um, thank uh... you to my wife for giving us this idea. Thank so, you. Thank you, John's wife. Yeah. As I leave, I hope I see you and I can just scowl. Well, she's going to take a picture of us because I've been posting a picture oh, of who's good. on the podcast. So She's not going to know why I'm scowling. Yeah. Her, but uh, she will if she listens to the episode. My wife doesn't listen to the episodes that I do. <laughs> Kills me. My wife listens to all mine. Oh, okay, good. I'm going to take that home too and be like, yeah. guess what? John's wife, John's wife listens to his episodes. <laughs> She'll probably just say, well, why don't you go marry John's wife? Like, yeah. Well, because she's already married and that's illegal. And well, you thought, wouldn't because that's weird and second. You'd have to watch all those cheesy Christmas movies with her. <laughs> with her? Well, we you watch these with her? No, I don't. Oh. We could have watched that one that was a new one. It had a little more quality with Vanessa Hudgens called The Princess Something. Also. It looked like a prince and the pauper, like they switched places, but I don't get how Vanessa Hudgens, who looks Hispanic, is British. Because one of the accents that she has when they find out they, they, well, they look have like to, each other is British. Isn't that what um, Lindsay Lohan did? It's like a parent in, trap. Yeah, it's a parent trap. She's like, she's like Vanessa Hudgens I'm, is not. I'm going to this camp. And she's like, um, I'm sorry, uh, the camp is full and you need to go away. Yeah. And you're like, what? What is going on? She's like, well, my mother raised me in Britain. I guess I've like, just never seen a Hispanic-looking British person. Hispanic-looking British person. Yeah. Or someone who has an accent, British accent. 
Anyway, you, is that why you're wearing the red hat with the with the T-shirt on right now that says hashtag Build the Wall? Oh yeah, <laughs> the MAGA hat. What they call it? Ma- MAGA. 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 Anyway, well, I'm just kidding. John is not wearing any of that. He's actually not wearing anything right now. He's been doing this podcast in the nude. And I'm let me tell wearing, you this. I'm wearing shoes at least. He's got a couple ornaments hanging right underneath <laughs> his tree, and it is trimmed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, I need to go home. Chris, thanks for coming. Episode 57 of the John Lyon podcast. And uh, you need to start having like a picture, uh, like pictures posted, and with like a, like a 57, 56, you know, a two yeah, yeah. on those episodes. Not just like on Instagram, but something where you got like your wall of fame. Oh, you know, like in restaurants, yeah, yeah, yeah. how they do that, and they yeah, go like, yeah. "Yo, so uh, I had uh, Elvis Presley one time uh, walked by my restaurant, and we took this really blurry <laughs> photo, and it looks like Bigfoot. So we posted it here, hoping one day he'd come and sign it. We're still waiting. It's like, dude, I can't wait to break it to that guy. <laughs> Elvis is on the spaceship going back to Mars. He's dead. Like, uh, that's anyways, funny. that's what you should do. I yeah. So this so isn't funny. my house. So maybe when I get my own place again. Oh, this isn't your house. No. Is that why there's a bunch of pictures of someone else's family that doesn't look like you at all? Yep. There's also the stock ones because those don't actually have any photos in them yet. So I, those are the people from Target. I think that's hilarious, by the way. It's just not done that, yet. It's just not done. Yeah. Like, my house, I don't hang it. I haven't hung anything. Yeah. There's nothing to hang, but I probably could be that person who's just like, yeah, we're going to put some pictures in there once I feel like I've lost the appropriate amount of weight to take a photo <laughs> of myself. Um, well, you got to talk to David about losing the weight. I know. David, David, Mr. David, um... I've been meaning to reach out to you on Instagram, but I'm ashamed. I'm sheepish. So just text me. You got my number, bro. You got my digits. Also, I really like your music. (laughs) So you're sexy and you got tunes. All right. Peace out, everybody. Bye. See you, Chris. (laughs) 